Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, hold on the coach, you know that my Doja Kosher game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, uh, listening live, good life, that is, uh, of course, unless you're not, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, April 5th, 2017, I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, joining me, uh, just gonna assume that's, uh, yeah, Cam. Cam, what's that? There you go. I, I am good. Oh, yeah. Noise. Um, there is plenty to talk about. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinence before we get going. Uh, if you want to call in and talk directly to us, because we certainly like to talk directly to you, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, shoot us an email. We certainly could. I expected some emails. I expected a pretty decent amount and got the exact opposite. So, uh, I don't know. Shoot us an email. Uh, WrestleMania thoughts. Particular match thoughts. Uh, Yelly Cam for not including AJ Styles and Shane McMahon in the poll. Hit us up. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. So, yeah. Definitely make sure you. Not that we don't have a lot to talk about, but And Twitter. Twitter is another way to get at us. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You could, uh, oh, look at that. Cam on the retweet. Uh, you could uh, find my personal Twitter at Travlord. Excuse me. And you can find Cam at Version or the the <clears throat> laptop version. Uh, 
because I got the notification on my phone. My damn phone. So we did get a like uh, in the last week or so. I don't know who it is. I will shout you out when I find when I figure it out. But in the meantime, Cam, we had that really decent uh, uh, poll reaction. And um, yeah, so uh, by like two votes are our biggest poll so far. Wow, nice. Way to break it, but not shatter it. So, you know, you know. Yeah, like, oh, room for improvement. Again soon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so you have uh, you have those stats in front of you? Yeah, I do. Um, so to, uh, to, to everybody's satisfaction and appreciation and approval, um, I posed basically it was the best match of WrestleMania 33. And um, so, so the important thing is, of course, the match that got left off was the uh, Shane-AJ Styles match. And maybe we can get into why I didn't think that qualified uh, here. But um, the uh, 10% was Owens Jericho. 20% was Rollins Triple H, which was uh, my pick, as a matter of fact. 26% was uh, Lesnar Goldberg. And 44%, a whopping 44% was the uh, tag title ladder match that featured the uh, the return and victory of the uh, Hardy Boys. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a nice moment. It was great. It might be moment, quote-unquote, of the of the show. You know, it certainly was the, the biggest and only, I think, shock, surprise, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that adds to it. Um, but, you know, it was a ladder match. It was a WrestleMania-worthy ladder match. I'm not at all downplaying it, but um, you said best match, and it's like, I don't know. Mine is Goldberg. Again, mine's Goldberg-Lesnar. That certainly doesn't hold up to best, you know, match, but it was just the most exciting. It had the, the most there, I think, and especially expectations were one way, and it, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Is it a nostalgia vote? Like, are people, you know, is it a SummerSlam and WrestleMania 2000 kind of feel where people remember that stuff? Or is it just legitimately people like, hey, I'm 19, I don't remember that shit. I was five when that happened. Uh, you know, uh, you know that was still was my favorite match. Or the best match, or however you want to phrase it. So, I was a little surprised, but that got off to a... Decent start, then held everybody, then held everybody off, and pulled away. Uh, have you and, seen and the Hardy versus Young Bucks over the weekend yet? Uh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> and basically, like it, I think what's interesting about it, like all of the, uh, you know, the matches, um, and even the one that I left off, I didn't think was a bad match. And I think, like, the big talking point of this mania is going to be, like, there wasn't that four- or five-star, like, classic you can hang your hat on, but the matches were still good. They were good, not great, but they were good. So I don't think um, nobody came out of WrestleMania, like, oh, what a bomb. Like, how bad was that? Like, no, like, all the – it's funny. The match I thought was going to be the best um, is the one that finished last in this poll. But it wasn't a bad yeah, match. Yeah, which, and then which which if I would have to just con- going by the write-ins and the conversation mm-hmm. around the AJ Shane match not being in the poll, 
I I agree with those people because I go either make make it five options or you get Jericho and Owens the hell out of there because I still don't think that was as good. Like I genuinely don't. Uh, but okay. And, and my thing was like okay. Like I I think even if it if I if I replace that one, I still think that finishes last even based on what people were saying. But okay. You know because. That that one still got almost forty votes, you know. And it's not like people were saying, like to to your point, it's not like people were saying take the Goldberg match off; it shouldn't be there. And they weren't even saying take the Jericho match off; it shouldn't be there. I think one or two people did. Nobody said take the tag title match off. Nobody said. I think one person said Triple H Rollins, and I was like, you're an idiot. Um, but you know, like so so, I, I'll concede that I may have chose the wrong last place match. But I don't think it gets much further than that because <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that I may have chosen. Yeah, the wrong I, can, I can see that point. Place. But like, uh, but no, was, I, I think the, that the, was that probably actually move if I ever if I ever heard one. Yeah, which which, which is fine, which is fine because Josh won't go to extra step and say, "Can't nobody whoop me though," but I will. Um, but I, I think what kind of really throws the pole is that. You know the the quality and smart um, and smart booking and hard work of the Goldberg Lesnar match. Like, I think that's the very at your highest expectation of what was going to happen that match. I think that was it. I, I don't I don't know what more you could have wanted or expected, but I, I thought those guys did a hell of a job, and it looked like like I always make that um, make that complaint about how there should never be an undefeated heavyweight in UFC. There shouldn't be anybody undefeated, period, but a heavyweight shouldn't go undefeated because your hands are too heavy. And I don't care how how hard you train, you can't train your jaw to just take a punch in that thin glove from a 240-pound-plus guy. You can't do it. And you're going to get caught eventually. So I I thought that was a slugfest the way that they should be booked. And I thought it was really good, and it was definitely like – if if Matt and Jeff was the surprise moment, this was a surprise match, like as good as it was. I agree. Hmm. Uh, and real quick, just going backwards, uh, my main man on Facebook liked the page, Nate. My main, main man, Nate, so appreciate that, Nate. Um, yeah, everybody else liked the page. Shared on your timeline, that whole thing. So, um, yeah, um, cool. Now, I, I, I think the headline goes further than you know, typically or a lot of weeks. There's a, uh, you know, there's no need to, uh, you know, do a separate headline because it's tied into whatever the poll was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week it was, um, or but this week I think it should be just kind of an overall like, yeah, like WrestleMania. What a, what a good yeah. like five day, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, you know, Friday was like everything. I got to quality. see. Hmm? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Friday, I got to see. Like I can't say my favorite wrestler, but the wrestler I think is the best. I got to see him going to the Hall of Fame. And his speech was good, and and his personality, like Kurt is just Kurt 
is in a lot of ways the guy he plays on TV. It seems he can just play that up so well. Um, the whole Hall of Fame was really good too. Like DDP is just great, and uh, yeah. you know it's it's. I'm it's, glad it's, I decided to watch being, it live in time. Yeah, yeah, because it was good for effect. Um, it's just good stuff. And then did you watch? Um, did you watch all of NXT? Yeah, yeah I NXT watched that for the whatever. Next day. Okay, like for whatever stars they may be lacking, um, it was a very good show. Like I have, like I finally have, I think the proper, um, make the proper amount of viewing CN Almas, um, and I, I just think he's really, really good. Um, you know, uh, Alistair Black debuts. Like I really like his look. I think the wrestling was good. Um, you know, I told you uh, one of the best things to come out of the weekend, the entire yeah. weekend. He's very good. Like I've never um, seen Tommy in, you know, maybe besides like pictures I've seen like his mm-hmm. <clears throat> promotional pictures as Tommy in, like probably from Rich or, or something like that. But I've never seen a match of his. I've never yeah. seen. But he's him out in gimmick. I've never seen. You know, yeah. so it's just like all I know of him is the package, the, the vignettes they've done, the little stuff they've done for him the last. Like what three four weeks? They didn't waste time, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't do eight, six eight weeks of vignettes, and then the guy comes in. Like nope, two three weeks, and then the guy comes in. So a month, and we're we're off and running. So I I enjoyed the hell out of <laughs> Alistair Black. Yeah. They said there's a there's a uh, there's good and there's evil, and he's like right there in the middle or some shit. Some mm-hmm. line they use. It's like it's like yeah. so he's up. Yeah, he just okay, himself. fantastic. Yeah. Um, but no, he he's good and getting like Cian Amos is is really good. Um, the tag title match, I thought I thought it was good. Um, I still think I like their tag title matches better when it's just two teams, especially like I thought the authors of pain were just fine and they really got their power moves over and got sold for them really well. Like I still like you know. You get DIY and the revival in, in a tag match. I still want to see those four, um, but I thought that was good. And then, like Bobby Roode is just so over <laughs> with with that audience, and they just love him. And Nakamura is Nakamura, and they they had a really good match. Um, just that was just a really good show. Um, and it sounded like five matches was kind of bare bones. Um, I, I even liked the uh, you know the Sanity and uh, and uh, what Team tie. That was good. Um, it was just, just a good show, and then, you know, Mania was, um, and I'll say this, I didn't see the pre-show of Mania until after the fact, but, um, yeah, Mania was good. I, I think my favorite effect thing from Mania was uh, Seth Rollins coming out with the torch and then lighting up the stage and then the stage going uh, going fire. I thought it was a really cool look. Um, well, it led to the ring, yeah. and the ring was in. Um, yeah, and the, the ring caught fire, around. yeah, right around it. I thought Triple H's entrance was dope, even though Triple H is confirmed police now. And I still think, like, in my own little world, like, oh, Goldberg comes out with police? I'll show you how to come out with police. And then Triple H has, like, the whole motorcade with him. Um, but, I mean, I thought that was the best match, personally. Um, Rollins and Triple H. And I wonder if it would have been received better if they never had the Rollins leg injury angle, because it seemed like he's fine with what he's doing. So I wonder if they if they had taken that out of of everything if people would have received that better. But I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, I think you, know you kind of <clears throat> at that point have had to do uh, 
you know, that leg had to be a central part of the match mm-hmm. just because of what happened the night he got injured. You know, the, the night Joe took him down and he tweaked his knee and they had to, and all the pictures came out and we were, people were uh-huh. wondering, like, is this a storyline? Is it then once you saw the replay? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, that's yeah. totally, uh, you know, legit. So, um, I think, that and just because of that and all the pictures and just the what what surrounded that like oh shit you know everybody's like oh crap they got this big giant match coming up and culmination and Seth had missed the WrestleMania last year and all the angst there was no way you can't I think then go and not use that in the match yeah. I think, like, the only thing I'd even point out as, like, really disappointing is the uh, the Bray Randy stuff, which was just weird for the sake of being weird and wasn't like built up. the first up. two minutes, I, I had so much hope <clears throat> for that match because Randy came out hot. I was like, oh, okay, maybe Randy's determined to have a two-and-a-half-star match and not a, just a two-star match, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So he came out, like, oh, I'm coming out in second gear. You know, it takes me, you know, usually to the eight-minute mark to get to second gear. Um, but then he did. and then, or, But then, again, the, then the two-minute mark hit, and all the garbage started. Yeah. And they just, like, I'm like, if you had played that up, but this is the issue with not having it be a long-running feud and Randy and Bray not having an issue for, like, two or three months. I have no reason to think that Bray can get in Randy's head. Like, Randy got in Bray's head, but I don't have any reason to think the stuff that he's doing is distracting Randy because Randy played through it, like, the whole, like the whole month or whatever they were feuding. Like, so you put worms and stuff in the ring like it doesn't. You know, it doesn't doesn't play up into anything. It's just a, a, a visual for the sake of a visual. Um, and it's a shame yes. because of how good. Like, they're going to have a better match next week. They're going to have the match next week that they should have had at Mania. And and that's and then, played out before. But what was what 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 was the uh, the 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 tag match? So Bray, so the lights get turned off, so Bray can mm-hmm. get out of the ring. Yeah, you could have just walked away. Like, like you could have just the lights came on, and the only thing different was Bray was on the ramp, still beat up and tired, but he got out of the way. Why is he going into next week's match like not the one in peril? Like it's just it's dumb. Let's not, yeah, let's not go too far forward. Um, Freaking Eric Rowan, what a way! Like, okay, you brought him back just to okay, he's still jobbing. And And Luke Harper has a clean, uh, clean tank. Right, he's putting more hair back. Yeah. But no, so we, um, you know, staying in order, you know, we get to Raw, and you have probably, like, I think the coolest Roman Reigns as an individual thing they've done. Um, We didn't really talk about that, but, you know, Reigns Undertaker was what it needed to be. I thought it was dramatic. I thought Undertaker, three years younger, sells that a lot better, but maybe him being older is a better effect. I don't know. Um,. You know, Reigns beats Undertaker. And he comes out. Telling. Yeah, because he was dead. Um, <laughs> you know, like when you die, like it's easy to play dead. Uh, but, you know, 
uh, night after Raw crowd full of uh, the, the hottest audience, a.k.a. dickheads, um, that you'll ever get, you know, in one building in a small um, setting. Yeah, this was a much better, in quotes, crowd, Raw after crowd, Raw after Mania crowd than we've seen. I remember just, wasn't it after New York, after 29, it was just... Miami was awesome. Like, I, I went in Miami, and that was fun. Like, that's the yes, that's the night after Brian. Right, that's, that's right. But, and then, exactly, exactly. And then the next year, it was like, oh, New York, we can, you know, it was this mm-hmm. idea of we've got to try to top something that was just genuine and organic. You know, the yes yeah. movement really essentially started that that weekend and mm-hmm. and all that. And then, then the next year, that fucking assholes were in in New York. Just, just it was just garbage. Like you're just doing this for you, and you know. And then I think it got, uh, you know, I think it's probably an every other year thing. But this year was, I thought, okay. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, fuck you, like, Roman, and go away. Yeah, I mean they were. They, I just love consistency. Like I hate when they give. Stephanie McMahon shit And then she goes Look see Oh you didn't Or Vince You know you didn't Keep that up You know but for like You know whatever To see if you If you could have lasted As long as CM Punk You know and then they just go "Mm, Yeah she's right I'm not cheering no more That was enough Like nah keep that shit up Fuck the whole show up Fuck her Don't let her get her shit off Yep And so, uh, they didn't, you know, on Monday. <laughs> that was just, that yeah. was, wow. And the, and I didn't see it live. I I'm, I get back to work at, you know, it's like 7, 12, 7, 17, I think. I get the, I get an out of the blue fucking text from Junior. You know, <laughs> I'm sure I people, it, yeah. all kind of listeners know how we lost contact with Junior. Tried to call him and text him. Got you know, this ain't no damn Junior. Stop, you know, stop texting me. Uh, it wasn't like that, but yeah. Like uh, so, we wondered what was happening out of the blue. Oh, they giving it to Roman. Like, wait, what? <laughs> We've been, we've oh, been, hey, we've Travis been looking Jr. For you. you see, they're giving it to Roman. Like, no, you've been going for like two years. You can't yeah, just. We've been, we've been asking about you every couple of months, like on a show <laughs> that you probably listen to <laughs> when you have time. Like, we, like, Junior, we miss you. Like, I've. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Uh, Wright got his own. He got t shirts made because of some, you know, uh, off some shit you said. Like, you know, spent money and time to. Get a thing done. <laughs> because you yeah, so he, um, I, again, I think his promo was perfect. Um, you know, this is my yard now, and leaves. I thought, I thought visually, like, it was just a super cool effect. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, that was good. So, again, so I didn't, so then after I get the text, I hit him back, like, what the fuck, where you been? Whatever. Yeah, no. So I go, it was like six I, minutes. I turn my sling TV on, and it's already. Tag match. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. It was live, I meant. But it was already quarter after I missed the opening segment. So I was like, fuck, I'll have to watch it uh, on Hulu or whatever. So I met Jason yesterday uh, afternoon, and he's like, oh, yeah, let's watch it. Uh, I deleted it, but let's watch it on Hulu. And 
That thing was three minutes intro to outro yeah. for the Hulu version. And he was like, oh, wait, what the hell? And I was like, wait, yeah, everybody told me it was like ten minutes of booing. And it was eight, but still, it's a long damn time. Yeah. And they cut that shit so, down. Uh, but no, I mean, the, the big moments of the show, um, you know, the Revival are a Raw tag team now. Um, yeah. You know, the Hardys successfully defended their titles. Uh, Balor makes his return, you know, his, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Jericho has a title rematch. And Raw was, Raw was three hours, of course, uh, and Kurt Angle is the GM. Um, let's let's not yes. forget that Vince McMahon came out and announced Kurt Angle as the GM, um, and he's already involved in like funny skits. Like the thing with him and Sammy was really good. Even though I'm like, Sammy, shut up, Just go do your job. Uh, but you know, Kurt's reaction and stuff. Was Sammy really was good. really good in that, not overdoing the like when he first started that uh, that making a face, you know, body language gimmick with him with the hands and while he's talking and he's explaining. You know, I really like it, but he was. Way over, just like they do with everything. Remember when Dana Brooke debuted in NXT? She just couldn't stop rubbing herself and flexing. It was like, we get it, you're hot and fit. <laughs> like, you're doing too much, Dana. Uh, but it's like they got to drill it in, uh, pause, uh, you know, before it's like, you know, obvious. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what's happening. Yep, so, yeah, um, but no, good, good Monday Night Raw. You know, you get to uh, you get to SmackDown. Um, you have you know you know a few strong things. You have AJ uh, giving the uh, the handshake of respect to Shane because it's Shane and he has to get his handshake of respect because we have to know how hard he works right. for the boys. Crap. Which and, I don't uh, understand. Like for Shane, like why do you I like guess. he was throwing you through through cars and yeah. breaking your face and. He like he literally right. beat you up to coach because you, you like gave him a shiner and took him and had a like yeah. back and forth good match, quote unquote good match with the guy. Now mm-hmm. you're like, oh okay, yeah, we fought it out. But it was, I, th- I think it signaled probably a, a face move for AJ, uh, saying you know I'm the man, I don't want to go anywhere here. I made this like him saying he doesn't want to leave is a face move. Um, because he but does that say, make sure that the guarantee he does leave? Yeah, well, yeah, it's like CAJ. Um, you know, you have, uh, of course, uh, you have Miz coming out mocking Cena again um, because, and then, you know, Miz's reaction. Like, how dare I, all due respect, not acknowledge at WrestleMania what seemed like, like a really heartfelt, cool conversation between Cena and Nikki Lee and him proposing. Like, that was, you know, I went back and looked at it twice. Like, that was... For people who say Cena's a robot and Cena can't play the romantic, like, real person, that was that was pretty good. It really was. Um, I thought Miz got a great reaction during that match and really fed into it, but was still healing it up. Um, but, no, yeah, so he comes out mocking Cena again, and Nakamura comes out um, to the, uh, to yeah, the, to the so violinist. I thought this was too much at first. Like, when Miz came out and they came out, I was like, Really? Like y'all just lost, you know, we going to this gimmick again? Like what what's mm-hmm. there left to do? And, and it was like oh okay. seemed like that put it to it bed though. It. Yeah. Right. No, 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 totally. 
It, mm. it, I totally got it. Like, all right, all right. Now I now I see why they uh, why they did it. But if he just came out there just to tease Cena and antagonize him, that was it. Mm. In some kind of attempt to keep this thing going or get the last word, it would have just been like, ah, oh, that's that was whack. You know, it's like, no, let the the baby faces are supposed to get the final word. That's it. Or what? This thing is still going. They're going to keep feuding. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, Nakamura, but yeah, it comes out. The Nakamura comes out. Apparently, he wrestled in the dark match. Um, you know, after the show. Uh, so now, and you gotta assume, yeah, he wrestled in the dark match after the show. Apparently, who? Um, who did he wrestle? Who did he wrestle? Yeah. Uh, was it him and Miz? They were talking about it. Um, somebody in in attendance was talking about who he was fighting. Let's see. Oh, I mean, it uh, would make sense if it was Miz. Like. Dark match. Oh, Ziggler. Okay. Oh, so you know that was probably pretty good. And you can actually watch that on Heavy.com if you uh, if you don't mind watching through somebody's uh, through somebody's phone. Uh, but yeah, so you know you gotta think like him debuting on SmackDown, the revival debuting on Raw. Um, that the the plan isn't necessarily to move these guys around right now. And Ty Dillinger, you know, debuting on SmackDown. You know, it seems like we can at least be firm on where those teams are going to be. Um, and I, I think, personally, you keep uh, the Revival and American Alpha away from each other for a while because that's – like, we've seen how good those matches are, and that's a money match, I think, down the road. So you keep them where they are. Who, who, but it makes you wonder, again? like, uh, the Revival and American Alpha. Okay, yeah, because they had that, that string of really really good quality matches. But, like, you feel like those are a few people who are stay where they are, but it's kind of like, what, are you going to send the New Day to SmackDown? Like, who's going to SmackDown? Because they can use more teams that people care about, because right now they have two. And you just, and they have another tag title be, match coming up this week. That would be, wow. I So I haven't, and I was going to, you know, talk about it here, but haven't really thought about the shakeup, only in the sense of, man, they have to I hope they do right by SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope finally oh, uh, I mean, they could do a thing with Cesaro finally going to SmackDown, you know, but now he's mm-hmm. they're breaking up this, this tag team. That a cohesive tag team, you know. They yeah, should send but, both you know, of them. Finally <laughs> they should both tag go. Team. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I thought their entrance uh, at, at Mania was really cool. You like it, like the new their new thing. It's okay. Yeah, I like yeah. the kilts and the back to back. I I think it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Cesaro as a singles guy on SmackDown. Yeah. And I mean, the story. They, I mean, know. the story could be a year after you know, or whatever, nine months after he really wanted it. Like, oh, now now I go to SmackDown. <laughs> They've got to, because if, if, if AJ goes to Raw and they got the best of the inning, well, I mean, they got Raw had, Raw got the Revival and. And the Hardy. Is that it from NXT? Oh, yeah, from NXT. Specifically yeah. NXT. Just the Revival, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And SmackDown got a, a main eventer and yeah, a main guy. No, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Just now, yeah. So yeah. Um, so I guess that's about it. <sighs> mm-hmm. and, uh, no, I guess um, that's actually somebody will, 
yeah. somebody will call us on that. The, the Oscar uh, Ember Moon match was so good, and somebody finally pushed Oscar far enough to where she had to cut a corner to win. It's so good. It's such a good match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at a takeover, yep. Mm-hmm. The first match, she didn't really dominate the what other did person. She, was, um, it a rake, was it an eye gouge or something? No, Ember Moon was on the top rope going for the uh, for the O-Face. I'm always oh, going to the O-Face. Yeah, that yeah, was she like... Pushed the ref in. See, and this is... This is these, these are, those types of finishes, though, I just put the... Make, make the whole thing a farce. Because there's no way... Like every ref should react, like the like the Jesse Ventura reaction at SummerSlam '99 should be the standard reaction for referees when somebody either, um, you know, does something, you know, whatever, and is about mm-hmm. to get away, you know, out, uh, whatever. I don't know. And in this situation, it's like, no, you can't grab the ref and shove him. He looks at you like, hey, that's not cool, man, and then one, two, three. But, oh, I guess I got to count now. Like, no, you're a human being, and you can make a judgment call and go, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you use me and borderline cheat. How is that not a DQ? I mean, either way, that's a a cheaper finish than – I don't know. I'm just not a fan of those types of finishes. It makes the refs look – like they have no play, they're just there to count a three-fall. And only if the technology existed or the mat, we could put sensors underneath the mat and they could tell and we can get something to count, one, two, three, <laughs> over the loudspeaker uh, or whatever, make the sound of a slapping mat, uh, then we do that. But it seems, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm just not a fan. Uh, but still a good match. I'm not to diminish the quality of the match, I just think. Finish this yeah. week, but yeah, so no, like but, you were, yeah, like story wise, story wise, yeah, uh, uh, she took her like some of her best moves, and again, she's just solid enough and just as thick, thicker, you know, like yeah. you're not just gonna, I'm not, I'm not Liv Morgan up in this bitch, Liv Tiger, whatever, yeah. Liv, Liv Morgan up in this bitch, like, come on now. 105 fucking pounds. Yeah, I'm solid. I'm 145 of, you know, maybe more of just, you know, athletic fit, you know, all that. So. And next up, which is going to give, or I hope next up, which is going to give Oscar another run for her money. If she doesn't, didn't she? No, 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 no. I was hoping she would be the fifth or the sixth person in the SmackDown one. Naomi came um, but yep. um, what's her face, Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross gonna give her that same kind of, same kind of, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fight. Same kind of hard hitting. You know, my physique is, yeah, like is similar to yours, and I'm gonna be yeah. absorb some of those moves, and and you can't rag down me, or you know, mm-hmm. I can pick you. I can look at these legs. I can squat you like nothing. <laughs> uh, you know, Oscar, like come on. So yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, do some other other folks' opinions. Uh, the chat room is open, by the way. Uh, John A is up in there, uh, and uh, uh, Derek, the twin, and Boris. So what a what a trio! Well, two two family members and a Boris. So 
Let's um, let's see what we got here. Who we got here on the in queue? Let's talk to some folks. Um, all right, you know what? Because I I posted the they came up in the memories. You know, whatever that. What was that? Twenty thirteen. Up in the house of furlough, Newark. Yeah. Kind of um, put it down in the kitchen. Right, mania weekend. But, uh, yeah, share that memory today. Let's talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's going on? What up? Hey, this ain't Kylan. This is Charles. <laughs> oh, goddamn. <laughs> oh, that build Sean, up. I, I'm assuming you're from, you from Newark. <laughs> goddamn. No, I'm no, from Myrtle Beach. Oh, you know I'm from Myrtle Beach. I'm all. Go ahead, man. Man, you missed a, miss a, miss a, miss a good weekend, man. You should have came down. I went to um, went to Supercard of Honor on Saturday. That was good. That's what I was asking about. The Did you see the ladder match with the Hardys and the Young Bucks? It was really good. If you ever catch it on, find it on YouTube, you need to watch it. Then WrestleMania was way better than it was last year. I didn't need four Red Bulls yeah. to get through the game this year. But then I replaced yeah. it with four beers, so I still end up spending like forty bucks in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything. Yeah, no, I saw like, I, I saw your pictures and shit, and uh, I mean, you know, it looked like a great time. But you know, Orlando's not going to get me. Not that Orlando's a, a butt city or nothing, but you know, like, eh. and I, I wasn't in a position financially to spend, you know, six hundred thousand dollars to. <laughs> you know to go play. Oh yeah, well yeah. You, I forgot you live like yeah. halfway. Yeah, I just moved across the country. Uh, like yeah. nine months ago, eight months ago. Yeah, I feel you. So. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm for sure going to be try to be in New Orleans um, next year. Uh, Shahid said they already uh, the hotel he stayed at last time in New Orleans is already is already booked up. Already. So. For next, for I'm next year, get, I'm gonna have to get on that, get on that quick then. Damn, I shouldn't have said that damn thing. <laughs> 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 what am I doing? <laughs> I'm telling Dre like, yo, man, we need to buy this summer, have this shit hashed out before even WrestleMania tickets go on sale in, you know, whatever October, November. We need to buy like June, July, or before the end of the summer for sure. I'm not trying to stay out in the fucking hood like we did last time. God damn. Oh yeah, I did that. Somewhere like over the like you, you know when you come into New Orleans like you gotta go over the bridge or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. It was a racket. She had us. had us all fucked up <laughs> with the reservations. He be trying to talk. He been trying to talk his way out of that uh, for, for three years now. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You yeah, Dre had, Dre had um, called me when um, when I was down there because I think he was looking for a place to stay or something. And we kept playing phone tag, and I never got back with yeah. him. But what y'all was doing? Yeah, it was a mess for a little couple of days. <laughs> like, what's happening? What are we gonna do? So yeah, I mean, yeah, we were fine, but yeah, we were out in the hoods. We had to catch the goddamn bus to Bourbon Street, which yeah. meant we had to, you know, we couldn't do what we wanted. I mean, it was fine. I'm really complaining. 
three fucking years later when I had a great time. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just was what it was. But yeah, shit, they're booking up, so I can't blame. I won't be able to fake or real blame Shahid next time or this go round. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, oh, I do yeah, got a quick question. Um, do you think we ever gonna see the broken Matt Gimmick in WWE? Um, I mean, there's been, except for his intro. I mean, his entrance when he kind of had that stupid grin on his face and he, <laughs> you know, came to the ring with his arms wide open and, uh, but but you know, again on Raw. And then on Talking Brawl, there was no, it was just a, someone even commented somewhere, I forget, like, uh, Matt Hardy's just on Talking Raw, just being a normal human being. Yeah, I saw that. I've heard, like, mixed reports, like this, um, somebody made a good point, they were saying, like, are they going to wait and kind of introduce it in WWE, because there's, like, a large audience that don't know that gimmick, so they say, okay, we're going to bring you back as, like, the regular Hardys, and kind of slowly, gradually... Um, merge you into the broken gimmick, right? And I, yeah, and I'm I'm for that. I'm with that. It's yeah. you don't get the surprise of the hair because I remember that was when I was still watching when they came when I got pop when I still when I had Comcast and I had pop from like January 2016 to uh, or was it 2015? Whenever. Had it from like January to to April, and he was the man, and he was the champ. He was suited and booted. He had his fine ass wife and his baby, his, you know, his new baby. Maxwell was even you know younger, obviously, and um, he was doing that gimmick. And then slowly but surely, you know, he he broke, and then I didn't I didn't have pop, and I didn't get to see all the other other stuff after that. So that's the shock. Remember when he debuted with that hair? It was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Like, with yeah. his accent, it was like a, it was something that it was. It had to be worked through for a few mo- weeks, months, however it was, before people started like, oh, this is like, yeah. not just like, yeah, so weird. You know, it's weird, but it's this is what they're going with, and you know, you start getting used to it, and you start just treating it like any other act. Yeah, it's one of those things that kind of moves on you. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, even if they have, like, the lawsuit with um, Anthem or whatever, like, you can't really prevent somebody from using mannerisms, like, maybe phrases, but you can use mannerisms. You can't prevent somebody from um, speaking in an accent. Like, I mean, um, go ahead. No, no, no. If you you think Anthem and their legal team is going to be able to um, fight the Hardys with the uh, WWE uh, backing them. Like, we all know, like, the Hardys, like, that's their thing. Like, they own it. No way Impact or Anthem or anybody does. They came up with it. Like, they paid for the, like, the, the nerve, really. You know, the nerve of Anthem and Impact Wrestling. You know, like they the Hardys financed that fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and got them their biggest ratings and all the pub, the buzz that they 
did get was because of the fucking Hardys and because of Matt fucking Hardy and because of the, and then I didn't know in time, in real time I didn't know till the last couple of months but that they were financing that shit like oh my god and then you gonna turn around and be like but we own that you did that on our TV so it's like man you you go fucking piss up a rope seriously like well, so if you think that's gonna have any kind of standing like just common sense but plus the backing of like you know high power lawyers to go you know to have your back and all that kind of shit not that Matt and Jeff don't have their own but again in the good graces of WWE they're going to take care of you and make sure you've got even better if you need it yep yeah but it's still going to take a while to like so I don't like so that. I don't think they're going to win that's my point all that to say okay they're going to they're going to do it they're not yeah. fucking around with Ring of Honor and fucking PWG or whoever who just don't and can't afford the hassle. Like, yeah, we got them. We'll get around in our kooky, creative ways. Like you said, you can't. You can't. And you can, actually. You can, uh, like, mannerisms and copyright and trademarks and shit. It's uh, way more intricate and detailed than you would think. Hmm. Really? But I mean, it's all like, um... Yeah, like, like, when, like, like, like when the fucking... Hall and Ash went to WWE and never then they, they wouldn't call it. They didn't. They wouldn't call them anything. You know who we are. <laughs> Doing the same mannerisms and the same everything. The toothpick. Like, come on. <laughs> so you know, on the face of it, like, yeah, he's doing that same. You know, he's just not in the razor tights. Yeah, but I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to see because I don't think. The nostalgia of the Hardys coming back with their old gimmicks don't last too long, too much longer. I mean, that yeah, I don't the either. Especially in the tag division, it's just because yeah. I don't care who the revival, whatever. But we know how this story goes. It's the tag division, and unless Cena and Shawn Michaels or something are tag champions, and again, that lasts what three to six weeks—a program like that—that that never, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's the tag division. They're going to get. Eventually, like, eh, you know, he's in, you know, whatever. They might win in the tag division, but I'm just saying, it just not might not be paid attention to after the shine wears off. Now the shine just depends how they What's cool about them now, you know, they've, like, they've proven, like, Matt's proven he can be a marketable singles guy. Um, Jeff's always right. been a marketable singles guy. So, and, and one thing I want to point out, like, the crowd – from WrestleMania and the crowd from Monday night, those crowds oh chanting delete. Go ahead. What if they fucking split them apart in the, in the shakeup? Wow. Like, that was a way to introduce like them. They're the back, boom, their superstars, Monday. bam. Yeah, right? But immediately, bro, uh, Jeff goes to, you know, whatever. I, I, I'm not even sure mm-hmm. how, how it works and who's on what show yeah. and if you're thinking and then do it Sidden's talking about and uh, you know break in the, the broken gimmick and stuff he can break because of that shit <laughs> yeah. I finally get back to where I you know and it, you know and here comes the weird accent and shit <laughs> but I think we think about it again like the, the, the delete chants aren't going to be what they were these last two shows because the audience is going right. to be less and less familiar with it. So, 
you know, I, I do think that gimmick, like Travis said, can come out later. But um, I don't think there's any rush to really make it there. But yeah, they can they can they can split them up and have two more guys. Like they, regardless, like if they split up, you automatically have another main eventer or in and out of the main eventer on SmackDown, like right there, because they've proven they can be that. So. Man, just think yeah. about Matt dropping elbows in the ring and eating frozen grapes. I'm with it. Like, <laughs> man, it's come so far. Huh? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else for us? Um. Yeah. Real quick. Um. Who do you think is going to move over from SmackDown to Raw? I really don't want any of the main, the main players on SmackDown yeah. to get moved. Well, I already told you mine, and I think it's AJ. I think them saying that and having him go out there and saying, I don't want to go anywhere, I'm the face that made this place, and blah, 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 put SmackDown on the map. I think they feel like, you know what, he's right, and we need that on Raw. I mean, I could see Dolph going over. I don't think there's anything more for him to do on SmackDown. Um like, I could really see Dolph and Miz, like, both going. Like, uh, mm, probably, let, let's say, maybe not Miz, but um, Luke Harper, I think, is a guy who, like, if they sp- split up the Wyatt family, I think he's going over there. Um, eh, nope, nobody else off the top of my head, because um, they, they just don't have a whole lot of singles guys. Um, I don't know, maybe... Uh, who did Ambrose or Corbin win that match on on Tuesday? Uh, Corbin won the street fight nine times. Corbin won the street fight. Yeah, I could see Corbin they going won. over then because if they're not going to have another title match, you know. Uh, but well, yeah, he's two for one. Shit, yeah. he just won. That's what I'm saying. He lost the title match, then he won the street fight. So you would think that would give him the. Uh, you know, yeah, but they, I mean, for them to put them together again two nights after kind of makes me think maybe that thing's dying down. Yeah. Oh, you're just saying, yeah, get them the win. It's non title. Yeah. And then send them to Raw with a win. Exactly. And to develop them on Raw. Yeah. Uh, I could see, uh, I could see, uh, Enzo and, and Cass coming over to Smack, going to SmackDown, too. Mm-hmm. I think Sami Zayn's gonna come over. I hope so. He's the one. Yeah, yeah. like for his sake. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted him too when they did the were. gimmick when Foley was gonna fire him or whatever, and Foley was didn't even it was a blank piece of paper or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hoping. Yes, I want him to go to SmackDown, but whatever. All right, man. That's all I got. Have a good one. All right, take care, oh, man. All right, man. All right. What's happening in the chat room? Uh, Derek says, I believe New Day's going to SmackDown along with Sammy. Mm-hmm. He also says Mania 33 was better than last year's, but every wrestler doesn't need to be on the card. They just won a participation award. Yeah, they've got to. Yeah, got got to fix that. Gotta shorten we do damn not, shows, we do man. not need a four hour show. Right. Like it's five minutes five minutes or five hours and eleven minutes the show went. 
No. Right, the main show. No. That's like a long I, time. It didn't feel like it in real time. I sat in, in my house, in my apartment, by myself, and watched mm-hmm. that show. So it's not like I had the excitement of like the bar or beer. I wasn't mm-hmm. just sitting here and you know blazed up and just was a normal kind of night watching wrestling. Wasn't anything special. And I wasn't sitting here like I do through Raw sometimes when I like come on. It was it was fine. I think I went to a but party in three different bars to, during the time of WrestleMania. <laughs> I was all over Say the place. Oh, that long. I said I was at like I went to a party in like three different bars while WrestleMania was going on. Like just all over right. the place. Like, it was the longest. <laughs> it felt so long. I was like, gosh, this is taking forever. But yeah. And every one of them was showing it. I guess. Did you have to? Did you go? No, to no, no. I had, the, I, I had the iPad with me. Oh, you and had your freaking laptop or your. Yeah. Tablet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, what are you doing? No, it's just like, it's a cool interaction because, like, you know me, like I'm, I'm unabashedly like doing what I'm doing. Oh yeah, like, oh, sure, yeah, totally. I was like, yeah. And they were like, they were like, oh, let me see what's going on. Is uh, such and such wrestling? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw the commercial <laughs> this week for you know that kind yeah, of thing. Love. It was, it was a good time, but yeah, that, it's, it felt long to me because, because again, like, I'm outside in the open, so, like, I'm watching the day change. <laughs> so, you know, and, like, it's, uh, it just felt like a really long show. But I was, again, I was out since, like, 2 o'clock, so that, that changes things. But, um, but, yeah, like, we didn't, they didn't need to have, and, and this sounds bad the way I'm prefacing it, but you didn't need all ten main women on the rosters in matches. Like, especially, like, the the, the Fatal 4-Way match was, was fine, but the SmackDown match was not only cut on time, but you're fitting all those people into, like, that short amount of time. So, like, I don't think that that was beneficial to them. Um, like, you don't need four tag teams in a match. Like, I thought it was really cool that they had a lot of singles matches, but... They needed more. Like, there, there's a reason that you know there's that there's a poll made up of all those singles matches. I just, I don't know. If you have to squeeze some of the best matches onto the pre-show, and that's stuff that's actually been given TV time, like your show is too long. Some people are going to be on the show. Some people won't. Cut everybody the same check. If that's what you're doing. Yeah. I do not disagree. The shows have to be shorter. They have to. I remember in 2000, so WrestleMania 16, that was the first time they did WrestleMania all day. So, like, starting at, I'm not even sure if it started at, like, 8 or 10 in the morning. It might have even started at noon, you know, noon Eastern, and went to 8 Eastern or 7 Eastern. No, 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 because... It was still three hours back then, so the show. So starting at probably noon, it was just all day WrestleMania documentaries, old time stuff of that of 2000. You know, whatever they had in the vault at that point. Remember, WCW was still around. They hadn't bought up everything. You know, they hadn't even really started to buy up all the libraries. So it was just a bare, probably just you know their normal, you know, territory, basically. Stuff and it was cool. I mean, you turned on the pay-per-view channel it was WWF stuff all day, 
interviews, old interviews, Andre the Giant was there, whatever. Um, and then the match started, or then the show started at 8, and it went off at 11, like every other mm-hmm. interview. And then the next year was when it was the first time it was four hours. It started at 7 and went off at 11. You know, and that's how it was for a long time. Like, it was great. Like, yeah, WrestleMania, so an extra hour feels like, feels right. And then we've got what we got the last, you know, whatever, four years. Was New Orleans that ridiculously long? No. It didn't feel like it. Yeah. It didn't feel like it. Um, but, you know, a couple times it's just last year, this year, it's just ridiculous. And they need to, they did a poll. They ran a poll on the torch, and the number one getter, it was, uh, I think it was, the answers were, nope, it's great. Like, I love the, you know, five-hour-plus shows. Um, or, or maybe do more. It's good now. Uh, cut it back to four hours. Cut it back to three hours. And the most, and the most, at that time was the one I voted for, which was cut it back to four hours. Mm. All right. Um, WWE going to book Lesnar versus Roman. Yet the fans will offend. Here we go again. Yeah, fans. Well. I'm not. I I don't want. And Boris said that. I don't necessarily. I don't want to see Finn versus. I I wanted to see Brian versus Lesnar. I don't necessarily feel the same way about Finn versus Lesnar. Um, yeah. Um. I just don't know how much movement Lesnar is going to create. I think a thing about Balor is, like, you know, that the sling blade and the drop kick to the corner, and like, I just don't know how that translates to a guy like Lesnar. And, you know, Finn being his size, like, uh, one thing that's good about him is, like, a guy he's wrestling can put him in a lot of moves, and, and he sells well. And just I want to see him just get Germans. Like again, we see we got to see Brock in in his element. Um, cause, cause I mean, as much as I talk bad about Randy Orton, um, and as good as Randy Orton is a very good wrestler, Randy Orton is not a power wrestler. You know, he's uh, like he's a street fighter. You know, he's the Ryu and the Ken. He's, you know, my moves are medium strength. Like everything he kind of does, aside from the RKO. So, like, you got to see Brock in his element going against Goldberg, who hits hard and runs through you. Um, and that seems to be, at this stage, Brock at his very best. So, him going against somebody that can't do that, like, you know, quiet is kept. Nobody look had a bad looked, thing to like, say look about. How he, look how he worked with okay. Dean Ambrose, probably because he's like, you know, that old Goldberg, Chris Jericho thing from WCW. Yeah, I don't, I don't respect ago, your size. I, I don't respect you. Like, I don't respect, like, yeah, yeah. I don't respect him and all that shit. Like, yeah. And, you know. But, no, yeah, like the, uh, what, like that, you know, that 31 match, Reigns and Brock Lesnar was really good because it was two big, hard-hitting guys, you know, slugging it out, mm-hmm. going, going move for move, blow for blow. 
Um, and that's kind of what you want Brock in. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if – like, eventually Brock gets phased out, eventually. But right now, I'm a – Balor is a much better wrestler than Braun Strowman, but I'd rather see Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar wrestle. Because you feel like he's yeah, going to have Brock's Strowman. attention. Huh? Yeah, I, I, I thought they uh, – like, Braun was – Good when he came out, mm-hmm. but then you know, like he backed down, and I was like, what "Hey, the fuck? it's on his time, <laughs> like, man! What you come out it's there on his for? time. You just got, you got to put people on notice, man." Oh, okay. All right, let's uh, put who are we putting on notice now? Um. I guess, and I hope that's Mike from New York. Let's uh, see what we're doing. Mike, is that what you? Up? Oh, wait. Let me bring him on. Yes, what's good, fellas? Hey, man, how you doing? What's happening, man? What's up, fellas? Yeah, long time, fellas. You're getting adjusted to this to this double job shit. Uh, Damn, night, man. Or, oh, shit. <laughs> when you don't have Mike, yeah, I mean, when is there time for you, though? Um... Yeah, you're right. I guess now. Well, I'm off Mondays. You wasting your time. Mondays, you wasting your time calling this show. God damn, I feel special. Yeah. Yeah, you know that <laughs> on. I thought, I thought really pretty much this was one of the best, like, you know, manias in the wild in the whole week and everything. You know, I think people are making too much out of the fans, you know, of them, you know, listening to other you know, podcasts and shit like that. They make it too much out of the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, WWE, oh, so like, they... What are you they, saying about the fans, specifically? I mean, like, uh, you know, to some degree, they went a little bit, you know, too far. Like, after a while, it became, like, Sheesh. you know, a bit of... Right, a bit annoying. They was voicing their opinion. And I loved... I fucking absolutely loved... When once Vince came out and they started it again, like basically telling him, "This guy sucks. We don't and want him. Think we don't like it's him." It's almost like Vince was in the limo the whole time and literally didn't like see the beginning of the show and didn't understand. Like, hey, throwing well, two people. Like, okay, tell me how you tell me how you really feel. Like, didn't you see like the beginning of your show? And then yeah, he went backstage and was like, "What was that about?" <laughs> Uh, well, Vince, <laughs> there was a 10-minute anti-ovation <laughs> yeah. earlier. And JBL and all these guys are staying up there on that, you know what I mean? Fucking show and sell these fucking propaganda pies about how he moves merchandise and, and this, that, and the third. Of course you're going to move merchandise when fucking everybody else got one or two shirts up there and you got about 10 plus a vest plus the fucking the, the, the hand gauntlet. Of course you're going to move more merch than anybody else right now. If that helps, having the most I mean, shirts on, the, on, the, uh, on display. Right. I guarantee you at any live event, probably next to Cena, his shit is the most visible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I looked in that sea of, that sea of uh, mania, I've seen a lot of, 
AJ shirts. And actually, my cousin, he was down there. He was in attendance. And a lot of fuck AJ stole a lot of fucking merch. I don't know who was number one or whatever this year, but he stole a lot of merch. He even managed to grab, like, some exclusive figure with, with like, his red ring gear shit on. So instead of everybody, it was, like, maybe three of his less. So, you know, hopefully he's compensated right. But bigger than that, I mean, I thought everything was pretty much, you know, nicely done from the Undertaker send-off, you know, to the shake things up shit. Like, wouldn't it be, to me, like, wouldn't it be kind of like a kind of bad move, like, to move AJ to Raw now, knowing that Cena's, like, you know, going away and it's like pretty much he's, like, the closest thing, you know, as the top star on SmackDown to Cena. As far as terms of household yeah, and shit something. like that. They'll, they'll, who's, who's cold as fuck on Smack on Raw, but is a quote-unquote main eventer. Like, they'll go to SmackDown and re-energize or something like that. Who, Seth Rollins? Hmm. popular teams on Raw. These are all with, you got the Hardys, you got the New Day, you got Enzo and Cass. And to me, they kind of, you know, not as far as ring sound, but as far as that, they they similar, like, for, you know, what it is they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, I, I would oh, say one of those. Speaking of Seth Rollins, speaking of Seth Rollins, I, I don't know about y'all, but God damn it. I liked it already, so I'm, I'm kind of biased. But I think that blonde streak, he did so much for his look that just having right. wet black hair right. does right. not. He just looks so regular. Like this rhino-looking, you know, 
Baron Corbin, Matt Hart, just everybody with the wet black hair. It's like that one little blonde streak, man, made so much made his head of hair, so much personality. People talked about it. Yeah, it made him stand out. Man, that just gave him some personality to his face and to his head. You know, just, yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. And, at, uh, and that not for nothing, fellas. I think, Any more to gold, that would have been the perfect perfect day to bring it back from Mania. Right. You're right. Well, go ahead. What was you about to say? Um, do y'all think this will finally be the time that they're smart enough to move, you know, 205 to SmackDown? No, at this point, just... It's, I think it's his own entity, like, now. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, of the woman, I think Charlotte is going to, um, to the blue brand, baby. Ooh. It's like, what what, what more does so she do? Like, yeah. would... wow. You send over Alexa Bliss or even Mickey? I think Alexa Bliss is getting, yeah, I think I think it's her time, um, you know, to be that heel. I think she's proven herself. Um so Charlotte yeah, goes to I, I SmackDown, Alexa, Alexa goes to Raw, and then you bring Asuka up in the summer or something to SmackDown, right? Right. Because yeah. to me, it's like, with, with Charlotte, it's like, what more can you do with her on Raw? She's already won the, the damn women's title, what, 16 times like her dad? It's like, what, <laughs> what much more can you do with her on Raw? Like, Another whole year of her fighting Bailey and Sasha? No, they need to. That dynamic needs to change. Because they're changing so that. Her off. and Naomi? Man. man. I, think that, I think that. That's a. That's, you know, a certain. Man, that would. Mm. I think that could work. In certain circles of the internet, that would make a lot of money. <laughs> I think that will. I think that could work. Because to me, not for nothing, like even watching a Sunday and when she actually won the title, Naomi hasn't pulled a whole hell of a lot in the ring. Yep. And she could even revisit, they could revisit the Charlotte Natty feud that they had in NXT. Right. That would be dope. That could be dope. Yeah, but I don't see Nakamura and, you know, Dillinger, you know, all those guys they just called up. Like, I don't see the purpose of moving them over this quick to me. I'm, I'm hoping for, I'm looking for Nakamura versus Randy at SummerSlam for the title. Damn, that means right yeah. Randy got to hold the title to August. Because, I mean, just look at his, like, just last night, based off of the loan, and I don't know. If Vince pays attention, his fucking reaction last night was probably the biggest, you know, like solo reaction of anybody besides the Hardys all fucking week. Like he was, he was the like in that instance. And Shane set it himself on talking smack. He was a fucking rock star. Like this dude, like the reaction he got was just he was a superstar. Like he was not, you know, just another guy. He was a star. Until they start fucking booking them. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, history shows. But, Adam, let's, let's, every time you got to go, you know, let's hope this is where they get it. Because way too many people are, are on, 
on the night. I mean, if you got Shane saying that, and he's away from Stephanie, so you won't have to worry about, you know, you know, any of that. Yeah, he's even away from Triple Shane said it. He's a hybrid of Michael Jackson and Prince. He said this guy's a rock star. He said, look at, you know, when he came out. And to me, I don't think they would have set him up with that big entrance, you know, like that. Yeah, you know so I don't mean? want to immediately and go also, to the, they're going to, you know, wait till they start booking them. They're going to fuck it up. Because they just might, but, you know, let's hope this is the one they get right. Right. And not to mention, you know, New Japan is coming to, you know, to the U.S. Like, they pretty much sold out every fucking show, you know, that they got coming this summer in the U.S. So, you know, like, let's, let's fuck they flow off. Wasn't it some weirdness surrounding that announcement? Wasn't it some kind of April Fool's kind of... Was, did I hear something about that weird thing over the weekend, last weekend? Oh, really? I guess not. I don't I mean, but I know if, yeah, I mean, I was doing it. I didn't hear about it, then I, it must have just been either just some bullshit you know, message board type stuff, or, yeah, right. I don't know. People made it. Well, there might have been is, some people messing with people about New Japan as, as an April. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I doubt I'd, I didn't yeah, click on it to find some, out. So, I don't know. Yeah, they'd be in the U.S. just something. It's like, what better way to, you know, to rub in their face that we got. You know, perhaps, you know, one of y'all biggest stars ever and make him our champion. Then, you know, uh, probably after the women's thing, you know, they got, the, you know, the, the, the Asian, what is it, the Asian title, the, the Japanese shit that they working on, like the U.K. title. Mm-hmm. They coming up with a, with a Japanese title? Uh, 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 with a, uh, yeah, uh, with an Asian title. Eastern title? An uh, Asian title, yeah. Far East title shit? Nice. I think that's I mean, the they're next, doing um, the UK show. They mentioned that they when did, was that SmackDown that they announced that, like, or at least that was the yeah. first time I heard of it. It's like, oh wow. So the women's tournament, out of, that's not going to lead to its own division or its own show, but hell no, <laughs> hell no. Well, I think right. this, you know, this is more. This is more just so, you know, like to open up, you know, the marketplace to more women, to have more women come in. Like, they need it now. Like, this thing with the, with this with this roster split. Like, you need fresh people, fresh legs. You know what I mean? And to me, like, yeah, you, you can know, have to a go back to what's... Women's tournament every, you can have a women's tournament twice a year. Yeah. Just like I thought the Cruiserweight Classic was going to be an annual thing. Yeah, um, because it's like with this roster split, fellas, like, you got to keep shit fresh. Like, shit got to keep moving along. And I don't think they've How done are they, Okay, so we haven't talked about the format. They're specifically not calling it a draft. They're calling it a shakeup. Yeah. So, I don't think it's going to be a draft. They, they make it seem like it's like Brian and, and, and them, and they go into a room, and they put some maybe some ground rules down. And, uh, and it's like, okay, um, you swap in two teams, you swap in one woman, and you're swapping uh, uh, two heavyweights. 
cruiserweights are off limits. Uh, the, the, whatever, I guess that would be it. You know, uh, the cruiserweights, all the new call-ups. And to me, it should be the title. Right, like cruiserweights, you know, new call-ups, and are, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, off limits. But that doesn't. I mean, do take away what I said that could happen with the Hardys because they're not new call-ups. Like, yeah, you can't take the revival, but you can take the Hardys. Or not but take the Hardys, but take the Man Hardy. So like what do they do? They take the world titles? I want, yeah, or, or something. I don't know. I think. Yeah. Like, I think quite possibly, I... Do y'all think KO stays on Raw or he goes moves to SmackDown? Swap the swap the, of, swap the big card titles and uh, right. So to me, Owen, yeah, Brian takes Owens and he says, "Well, you can have Ambrose." Oh, that was the point I was going to make earlier that I lost. So Seth, so because you were talking about being or somebody was talking about the Shield members sort of always kind of being around to remind you or whatever, whatever. So yeah, so Seth to SmackDown for AJ. And also Ambrose to Raw for Owens, so it, it doesn't do minus what you're doing. You still got Dean on the same show that you got Roman, but but Dean's over is back on Raw and and, uh, and Owens is on is on SmackDown with you know a better you know Owens Nakamura by and you know say Royal Rumble. If Nakamura's the champion that he took from Orton at SummerSlam, and Owens yeah, played himself as, as the number one contender for the Rumble, yeah, fam. Because not for nothing, fellas. Fam. Randy Orton does nothing for me with the fucking title at all. Nah, he does nothing nah. for me without the title. Without it, he just fucking so bland. Like he's like plain fucking vanilla ice cream to me. He's a bland guy. Nah. With no sauce, <laughs> vanilla ice cream. With no sauce, sauce on with. It. Like he doesn't like just Jimmy, have, we can have him have that like a twenty minute match with AJ every week. That'd be cool, but you you can't like what's and and the thing is like even though it was more of a local crowd than a day after you know a day after Raw crowd, they just weren't into Randy Orton until. And he does that thing to hype him up at the end of the match. Like, there's like, so little interest in him. And we get that he's good and he's good looking and he has these championship material and all that. It doesn't translate to people being into him. Like, it's. Mm-hmm. My theory, like I said a couple weeks ago, Trav, and I'm going to go back to it. I believe they promised him this title because they sat up there and let Brock punch his noodles out of his head. That's mm-hmm. why they just gave this to him. Well, that's how yeah, I kind feel. of think about so, it. Like, and, and Mike, I hope this isn't the case, but but hear me out though. Let's say that Randy loses the title to Bray, right? Um, or, or loses it to somebody, right? He loses the title because he's what? A, he's a thirteen-time champion now. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we got a whole year, right? Let's say Randy wins the title. Three more times in the next year, right? What? You have Randy Orton. You have Randy Orton and John Cena fight for a vacated title 
to be 17-time world champion at WrestleMania. <laughs> Shut up, Cameron. Every, everybody got to die. Everybody got to die. Take my ticket back. I'm scalping. I don't want to be in the building. But, yeah, I mean, we watched John Cena get his 16th title um, for two weeks. Beat AJ at the Rumble mm-hmm. and giving it back at the Chamber. So, stranger things have happened. Like, a year is a long time. Uh, so, yeah, Randy wins the title three more times in the next year, and him and John Cena fight to be 16 times. Or better yet, somehow Triple H gets the title, and they have a three-way, a three-way Triple ladder Brett. match for the, for the 17th time world champion. <laughs> oh, it'd be the worst. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just thinking just what horror what you were just talking about. Lord. That would be so fucking dry. There are forty eight world championships in the ring. Like that's no. absurd. It would just highlight this just meaningless championship reigns and all that kind of stuff. So what y'all think, fellas? At some point, they bring your Jr. back full time and Ronaldo's out, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, whatever. Yeah, like, like, can can somebody explain that to me? Like, I know we had the issue that one week with I'm sick, I can't come. But what happened over the next couple oh, of weeks? Like, what what, what uh, do you call himself? The bipolar rock and roller. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't know that. Oh, bless his heart. Oh yeah, ah, that, hey. the only thing he said on Twitter. At, you know, he's a Twitter fiend, and the only thing yeah. he said on Twitter in the last three weeks is, uh, and it was a week after the whole he's sick or snowstorm, he, whatever, I don't remember. Um, oh, right, it was after he's sick, because then he, was, he came out and was like, uh, my doctor told me to stay, it's better if I need I stay on social media, but thanks for everybody's support, and that's it. Yeah. And he's been eating. But I heard JBL was a stem of that shit. What, Mike? Our JBL was the stem of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they're saying. Of uh, it's not cool. Like after JBL yeah, says all that nice stuff about uh about how black people Jay. got it rough and Teddy Long broke the mold. Now you messing with bipolar people? Like what's really going on, big dog? Yeah. Exactly why Joey Styles sat his ass down a couple years ago. Right, and unlike yeah. uh, unlike um, uh, Roberts, Jake uh, uh, Justin Roberts, like he said in his book, his new book, he doesn't have to work with. Him. Like he had to he had to endure shit on the flights, and, you know that kind of stuff. But he didn't have to. Then yeah, I was reading his book, like professional on TV next to the guy. Yeah, I was reading his book. I was like, yo, that's so fucking sad and sickening. I like, yeah, I, man. you know, yo, the listening to SSA's so book. fucked up, man. And then Vince going to come by and, and go, go keep, better keep your eye on your passport. Like, it's almost like, pussy, did you fucking set this up? Did you fucking say steal his passport and hide it from him and make him jump through 800 hoops to get back to his own fucking country? <laughs> right. Like, you laughing at that? Like, fuck you, you fucking old scumbag, man. Then I you got to avoid it up. Benoit and 
JBL looking for him because he couldn't throw a fucking T-shirt into a crowd. Like, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's what is some, wrong with these people? Like, 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 I understand, like, a person being bigger than you and all that stuff, but, uh, like, like, I guess, like, Joey, how Joey Styles the only motherfucker that serve, like, serve him the fuck up. I don't, and I'm not saying square up with that man. You bust his shit with a fucking two-by-four or a fucking something? Look. Gotta look, make it the last time. I was four, look, look, look. I was 14, right? And I worked at a camp, and I was a waiter. We had our own fucking and Fucking Rashad Waleed, who was in... We went to the same middle school, and then I ended up going to high school. He went to, He was great ahead of me. So, um... 14, so I'm, this is the summer, I'm going into ninth grade, so I'm going to high school. He already in there, he's about to be a sophomore. This month, we was fucking with him, or something, and uh, a whole bunch of us. And so in the, in the middle of, uh, not in the middle of the night, but we're all up, he just gets up, pretends like he's about to take a shower, turn around and stole the shit out of me, right? Just sucker punched the shit out of me. Boom! It hits me. I got. I, I got a black eye and shit. I jump up. I grab him by the whatever. Everybody rush over. And if he can, nothing else happens. And I'm just like, all right. I can't beat this dude straight up, right? I need to do something. He can't. You're not just gonna punch me in my face. Like I didn't. I wasn't even one of the main culprits fucking with you while you was trying to sleep, right? And the anyway, like I really wasn't. I'm not trying to soften it. And three nights later. I woke up in the middle of the fucking night. I got a fucking hockey stick, and I woke his ass up with a fucking brower. And I beat his fucking legs in. Okay. Well. Right? Like, like, fuck his shit up. You can't do that to people. And that wasn't, Rashid, Rashid, uh, Rashad wasn't even, like, he was being petty, but he wasn't being vicious. Like, and like, you, you know what I mean? Like, he just punched me in the face because he thought I deserved it. Not, he thinks I'm weak, so he's going to pick on me and point out this and do that. Like, he wasn't that kind of guy, and I served him the fuck up. Right? Like, somebody, like, how is JBL still walking all these years? Only Joey fucking Styles put him on his ass. Right, that's that's what I said. Better Justin Roberts than me, because I would have been, I would have been on um, Entertainment Tonight talking about the, if you're a decent human being and, and watch and see that going on and don't serve JBL the fuck up. <laughs> like that's an, uh, that's them stories, man. Yeah. I'd be like, man, I would fucking, I'd be fired two days in. Cause I whoop a motherfucker. Right. And I mean, just, I ain't a tough guy. I sneak a motherfucker in the middle of the night with a hockey stick. Like, well, you gonna yeah. get something? Well, listen, <laughs> Fred, I I'm totally, I'm the totally fucking opposite. I would have fucked around and been doing life in prison because of JBL and Benoit and all that shit like that. So I would have definitely fucking warmed his ass up. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you take I that like, as a man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if y'all never, and if y'all never read it, and if y'all never read it, get a, take a chance to that JTG book, kind of real too. Part two, I heard, yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he tell a lot of shit, man. 
a lot of shit that goes on. For real, fellas. All right, fellas, that's it for me for the night. We'll catch you on next right. week. You take care, Mike. All right, Mike. Appreciate you, right. as always. All right, Mike from Brooklyn, everybody. Uh, what's happening in the chat room? Anything? Lesnar versus Finn. Book it now. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. Um, let's talk to... Uh, Doing all right, man. Doing all right. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to be the one to say that. I didn't care too much for WrestleMania this year. It was better than last year's, but not by much. Hey, was it better Is than Ghost in the Shell? You a grumpy ass motherfucker. That's why. Wait, was it better no, than Ghost in the Shell, Willie? And Roman Reigns put, put the old dog to sleep. No, it's not because of that. It was, it, it's because most of the matches you kind of went new months in advance. He was going to win the majority of the matches. But that kind of took away the fun of actually watching what was going on because you knew Jericho was going to lose that match because he's not going to be there too long after the next pay-per-view because, you know, he's about to do his um, concert. You knew Undertaker was retiring because they announced that months in advance. You knew... um, AJ wasn't going to lose against um, Shane. The, the only match that had any surprises yeah. to I wasn't was, that confident. I, I was. hope like hell, yeah. but I wasn't for sure. I wouldn't have put money that AJ was going to win. And um, Shane like, nope, I got to get my win back from last year's Mania. <laughs> this guy ain't the Undertaker. That could easily happen. Or somebody making a decision for him. Not necessarily Shane. And and the only real surprise that you had during the whole show was the Hardys coming back, and and okay. Brock and Brock and WrestleMania is a show for surprises. I mean, that's and, typically and the Rumble Gold. or not WrestleMania. And, and you damn sure knew Goldberg wasn't going to beat no damn Brock Lesnar. That that was already set up. Because the way Goldberg been roughing up Brock, you knew Brock was going to come in and light that man up. <laughs> well, so, I, I was hoping. Or whatever. I, I know you was. I know you was. If you been talking I mean, about not that even hoping. I just just, uh, just thought that was, like, why? Like, if, I, and, yeah, like, why give Lesnar the win now? Like, no, keep keep it on Goldberg. And have Brock, yeah, just be a maniac now. But yeah, whatever, but it that, it's fine. But it was that the way they did it to me, that was the best mm-hmm. best match of the night. To me, out, out of the out of the ma- out of the best matches out of the night for me, it was Seth and um, Hunter, the Goldberg match, the tag team title match, and, and Shane and AJ. Those were the best matches out of the night. 
It seemed like they blocked it for the Not better Jericho matches. Owens, I didn't like that. I didn't like it because that it was just. I know Jericho and I know Owens could have put on a much better match. I think if they had went on before AJ and um and um stop, I mean AJ and Shane, I think they kind of sold they their switched, thunder. Uh, switch those two. Yeah, I think if they um, switched those two because that was kind of a hard match to follow up against because everybody was coming in on the AJ and Shane match like, this joint going to be some trash. Shane ain't going to be able to do nothing. And it just, I, it was just, I, they just didn't taste, they did, it seemed like they didn't taste that show out right. Because after um after Seth and Triple H had that match, it then everything else was just black. The only highlight out of out of after Seth and AJ was the um Brock and Goldberg match because they didn't waste no time. It was four five minutes in and out, and the Roman and Undertaker match that match was just sloppy, sloppy as shit. Yeah, I, I still contend. I had to argue my point on the round table, but I, that match had no business being the main event. I'm sorry. You can do exactly what they did, and it still and it not be the last match on the show. You can do that, and then do your damn women's match, and then come back with Goldberg and Undertaker, uh, Goldberg and Lesnar, and end the show that way. Because that joint just. That match just showed how bad off Undertaker was. That he he should he should have hanged it up after yeah, Brock Lesnar beat him at the, at, after that. That match showed that he he was done. That match also showed how um how bad off Roman really is. That he's not ready to help lead a match because he was boxing up a whole bunch of stuff during that match. I didn't notice. Uh, you didn't notice was the the one that the the spot that showed how bad off that match was was the spot when Roman was trying hit Undertaker with the reverse pile driver and he couldn't even pick him up for it. Yeah, I mean they and definitely he, had missed spots in that match. Yeah, I mean they, I, I tried, didn't notice. He he tried that joint twice and and he couldn't do it so he turned it into a clothesline and even the clothesline he tried to pull it in, even that looked sloppy. So that match was just ugh. That was a hell of a way yeah. to um end up a WrestleMania with the down even though I know it's Undertaker supposed hopefully Undertaker's last match because we all know Money and Vince McMahon's voice sometimes try to bring people out of retirement when they ain't supposed to. So I don't know what to say, especially the way this match ended up. Undertaker might be like, I don't want to go out looking like that with that match looking all sloppy. I might have to come back one more time. Yeah, give me, give me till SummerSlam and give me till Survivor Series. I got one more in me. Yeah. 
And then John Cena been yeah, hollering about the whole select. point. I think the whole point was he didn't want to do a tour of, or not even a tour, but even like with 30 days notice, <clears throat> like this is my last match. I'm done after mm-hmm. this. And he, did, he, did, he didn't, even though if you're Vince, you're like, come on, let me promote that. And he's probably like, no, Vince, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to go out with it. This is my last match. I want to be able to go out the next night or after the match and do my whole and let the people know that way. I'm sure he had to fight to keep that to keep that mum because Vince, of course, would want to. I mean, rightfully so. You would say, you know, but it's Undertaker and you gotta. And Vince was like, "All right, Mania, I got enough. I got a, uh, enough of other but stuff." You, I got but this you know what really. I don't but you know what you know what really happened though, right? The original plan actually was supposed to be Cena versus Undertaker. Undertaker was pushing for it and Cena was pushing for it. But Vince was like, Nah, you, it it's gotta be Roman. It's gotta be Roman. I bet you Vince probably knew in the back of his mind that this was gonna be it, that Undertaker was gonna retire because he had been saying it, like this is it. And when right. a fifty something year old, you know, broke down guy didn't need both of his hips replaced finally start saying this is it, maybe you believe him and you go, all right, fuck it. This, I can't, quote-unquote, waste Undertaker's last match against John Cena. It does nothing for nobody. And I agree. Yeah, but you gotta You got to say sorry, hope, sorry fans that we didn't get that, you know, get that match in in the last 12, 15 years. But, you know, actually they did. It was like a throwaway on Monday, on Raw and, was one of the more baffling things. Like, why would they? Uh, but yeah, so Roman had mm-hmm. to get that match. Had, they had to make make that worth something. Yeah, Vince, Vince had had to get, get his way and put that match on. But yeah, but that's the way it is. But I still say, if they would have did Cena versus Undertaker. That match would have been on fire because Cena would have knew how to protect Undertaker during that match. Absolutely, and it wouldn't have looked as sloppy. It yeah, it might have been a better match. I, I don't, I won't. I'm not going to argue that Cena is a better worker than, you know, 15 year veteran John Cena is a better worker than four year veteran Roman Reigns. I mean, five year veteran Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, you're going to win that, that argument all the time. Wouldn't even, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But that shit was that shit was funny. <laughs> the beginning of Raw, I think that was the best beginning of Raw I've seen in a long time. Oh my god! So what were you doing? You were just sitting in your in your crib, just laughing at the TV, laughing my ass off. That joint was funny <laughs> as shit. That shit was ah, funny as hell. Okay. He said, "Well." <laughs> Well, they they knew what they was doing because they knew that crowd was not happy with him beating Undertaker. They already you know like you on the ass. palm of my hand, though. Uh huh. Yeah. They knew they knew exactly what they was doing with that shit. He because he was like, I got y'all in the palm of my hand, and they that made him that pissed them off. That pissed the crowd off even more. Mm-mm-mm. And it ain't gonna help none either. Now, since they got Matt Hardy here doing the delete shit, so everybody's going to start doing that now every time Roman come out. So 
That's going to make matters even worse because you know the old saying goes. I monkey wonder. Do, monkey do. I'd like to know, like, say the Hardys weren't. Like, say they didn't sign the Hardys for whatever reason. Um, I wonder if Delete Delete still. Oh, that's going. That should. That Delete Camp has been building up for a while because the last couple of. Um, Raws I've been going to SmackDown, people have been doing that shit out of the blue with no hardy mm-hmm. even around the last couple of month, months. So that shit has just been building, and they were saving that shit up for WrestleMania. As soon as Roman won that joint, they were like, oh, okay, we got real permission to even bust that joint out even more. And you know how how people follow stuff, so... That shit is just going to follow Roman even more. So I'm curious to see what's going on. Roman, that was just loud and clear as day. Like, whoo. The the one that killed me was Goldberg. That's probably really why Lou was like, nope, we're just going to cut this out. (laughs) I think he was supposed to say more than what he was going to say, but they, I because I was hearing that they were saying that's they the case, were trying to get... Good job on him with improvising just the one sentence. Like, all right, that's all right. I was really needed, especially in that case, the way they booed him for eight minutes straight. Yeah, because they were saying that the, um, one of the producers was trying to have him hurry up, and he, he was still milking that joint. So, But I'm curious to see how they're going to do this whole superstar shake-up shit. I think Charlotte is going to end up going to SmackDown, and he she as soon yeah. as she show up in that as soon as she show up in that piece, she's going to beat Naomi for the title. That's the only reason why they put the title on Naomi. And do you think they say they have Oscar come up in the chat and like take it from her to SummerSlam or something like that? Probably so, because that's what they building up for SummerSlam because that's their next big show because the tickets sold out in like the first weekend. They're doing TakeOver Chicago in May. Yeah, and they haven't announced the tickets for um for um TakeOver Brooklyn yet, so I'm still waiting for that. Because if you don't go on that joint day one, or if you don't get the pre-sale code, the only way you're going to get your ticket is on StubHub. For an arm and a leg. And a title. Yep. For, yep. Yep. Cause that what happened to me last year when I went to um, SummerSlam. I waited till the last minute to get my ticket, and I had to end up going on stuff, uh, getting both of my tickets and pay double the price for both of them. I, I got a section seventeen, a section seventeen seat for this SummerSlam. I only pay like ninety dollars for it. When I got my nice. ticket for uh, when I got my ticket for SummerSlam last year. It was in the 100 section. I paid like what, what, 190, 200 dollars for it, and it wasn't even a 200 dollar ticket. So, yeah. Yeah, and they got a show. They got a show coming to DC on the 24th of, Ju- of July. It, I, even June or July, I got my tickets for that one too. But yeah. All in all, it was a good WrestleMania weekend. It's just that the 
the main event, WrestleMania, wasn't as good as the stuff surrounding the actual event. At least to me. What do you mean, like the indie shows or the Hall of Fame and NXT? I'm talking about the uh, Hall of Fame, NXT, the night after Raw, and the um, okay. night after SmackDown. What's happening the night after SmackDown, NXT? <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean, the, the night, the um, WrestleMania after Raw, I mean, in the WrestleMania. The Raw after Mania and SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first year we get a real SmackDown after Mania crowd that make that that matters. You know, folks are still in town. That shows you out. Split rosters, so you know. And, and the reason so why people in the like... NXT tonight. I don't know. I'm not. Even, I probably won't watch this one until the weekend. Only, only Larkin is fighting the mystery guy in the main event. So it's probably Drew um, McIntyre. Drew, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yep. First, That's right. first back, yeah. But typically Damn. they do like a dark segment, and then the person saved for the next set of tapings. Remember, Cassie Ono came out and had a that you know thing with Nakamura, but it was that wasn't shown on TV. Like the interaction they had in the ring. So is he from Sacramento? Um, no, he just like, does the basketball gimmick, right? I mean, I don't know, maybe. But like, if he's not, like, why did he do the Sacramento Kings in Orlando? Because he does all of them. But above yeah, all, oh, why didn't he do Orlando? I get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe he yeah. just don't have no magic ones and type ones, maybe, you know. Yeah, uh, other th- uh, other than that, that's about it for me. What the hell? All right, cool. All right. All right. Well, don't be a stranger. Appreciate your call as always. All right. See ya. I right, wait, 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 wait. I I will. Is he still there? Oh. Uh, he can be. Hold up. Yeah. Uh huh. So I so I peeped your uh, your Ghost in the Shell review, man. What you what you think about this Pepsi commercial, man? What Pepsi commercial? You ever seen the, uh, oh, what the Kendall fuck? Jenner Pepsi commercial? Where you been? See, I barely watch the goddamn news. That shit is too damn depressing. <laughs> so, it let me... Let me oh, so off, the news ain't talking about no damn Pepsi commercials. The internet, the thing that you're on all day. Yeah. So, so basically, Kendall Jenner is doing like a, uh, like a photo shoot or a spread or something like that, and she notices that there's a protest going on outside. And, like, there are protesters who are being, uh, you know, there's, like, a police barricade. And she joins the protesters. Well, first she hands her blonde wig to, to some random black lady on the street. And she <laughs> walks with the protesters, grabs a Pepsi, hands one to the police. They drink the Pepsi, look at each other, and everybody, and everybody celebrates. Just because her ass thinks she got a little bit of foreign in her ass, she thinks she could make a commercial like that. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> yeah, you gotta, Just because she got it, some it, foreign it, in her ass. 
<laughs> you gotta watch it though. Like it's it's around. Like Pepsi already pulled it and apologized to everybody after saying they wasn't and basically saying fuck y'all. We we keeping it. It shows diversity and people coming around globally. Yo, the first couple hours of this that, that shit broke on Twitter. That was crazy. That people was mocking it and going crazy. Like what the fuck? Pepsi was mad defiant, <laughs> and then like a couple hours later. They were like, yeah, we were going to pull it. All we were trying yeah, to do we was represent. Now, if they, you know. they would have had Bruce Jenner do that commercial, then it would have made a little bit more sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It still would have been bullshit, but it would have made a little more sense. Not a lot more, but you're not lying, though. It would have made yet, more sense Barry... with other people. <laughs> or better yet, Barry Manilow. <laughs> Hey, we're all due respect to Barry Manilow. Like, hey, but like we didn't know though. Like, like keep it a buck. Like we didn't know. I know, right? But yeah, that's a so, damn thing. They, they deserve to pull that shit. Oh, they did not man, think that shit full at all. <laughs> no, no, it was a, it was a bad. It was very poor planning. And you just got to wonder who was in that room when they finalized the plans for that. Uh, uh, uh. Well, they was like, well, she got mixed ancestry in her. People already know about that. Maybe she could get away with doing this commercial. And plus, she's young. Maybe people won't fuss about it. Yeah, right. right. And even getting I off don't think they life, even thought about people really, fussing about it. Yeah. Like getting, on, like, getting off of her for a second. Like, anybody that they put there, though, we, we're going to solve uh, police brutality with Pepsi? <laughs> yeah. Cause I started, and then they I got rightfully mocked. If you know, if if that's gonna fix my problems, I'll walk around with a six pack, carry some two liters. I can help everybody out. It might have worked. <laughs> carry if a two was... liter and some solo cups. <laughs> yeah. It might have worked. If... The commercial might have worked a little bit more so with a coat. <laughs> Yo, and, and thanks again, and again, thanks for the call, Willis. Did you see? Was it in the group? Did Did you post it? Who posted Malcolm X standing at the window with the AK? It was like when the cops yeah, come and all you got is Coca Cola in the fridge. Yep. Thank damn. <laughs> no, but you ever hear the trace? Uh, did you ever hear the uh, the Patrice O'Neill bit about about Pepsi? <laughs> it's not really about Pepsi, uh-uh. but he was talking about uh, about why he doesn't litter. <laughs> he was like, I, he was like, I throw a soda can over my shoulder and in, in into the grass. Uh, next to a, a dead white woman. Next thing you know, I'm the Pepsi Cola killer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My fingerprints. Oh yeah. Uh huh. He was like, everywhere no, I go, I, he was like, everywhere I go, I get a receipt so I can have a paper trail of where I was <laughs> at any given time. <laughs> He's like, I go to the Seven Eleven, I just buy a pack of gum. Be like, where? Let me get the receipt. He'd be like. Come on, my friend. All you got was backup gum. You know, and he's like, "Give me the receipt." He's like, "No, we have no receipt for gum." And he was like, "I just, and he's like, if you won't give me the receipt, then I just, then I just make a scene so he for she's going for sure remember me." I'll give me my receipt, pussy. He's like, "What time is it?" He's like, "What do you mean? It's five forty-five on Wednesday afternoon." <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly when he came in there. Damn. You see, uh, MLK's daughter tweeted. She was like, "If only Daddy had known about Pepsi." Oh my God! Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they 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 dug a hole. Woo boy! Not 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 
said for them at all. Um, let's go out west. Um, bit here. Let me look at something. Well, that's kind of. Austin, 
26-year Pro Wrestling Tours newsletter subscriber and VIP member. And uh, there's only one question that needs to be asked, Brian. Who taking them pictures? What up? Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you both have a real good night. And then hi, Josh, and hi, Rich. And um, you actually uh, you answered your own question, Trav. You had a you had a picture of the, the woman who was taking pictures pictures of me. You had that picture you posted, so that was it. There you go. Problem See, the, the, the ducking and the, the dipping and dodging of the questions. Okay, I mean, you could easily say, "Oh no, I just jog with my tripod and you know set it up intermittently." Wow. And <laughs> I would have believed that, but. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's a story. Now I gotta get my private investigators and shit uh, 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 on the case. I got your geotags so, and shit. I know where you hike. So I know. Um, I know where you Rich eat mentioned this. Beer. Rich mentioned this one time, and, I, and my best friend, uh, my best friend lives in Florida right now, and uh, we met mm-hmm. both. We were both in the Air Force, and uh, we both were stationed in Florida. But he lives in Florida still, and we had a joke where you know he keeps saying stuff. I'm you know. He keeps saying stuff. Next thing you know, he's going to hear a knock on his door, and that's going to be me, you know, kicking his ass. So, again, you know, often than that far away, Travis, okay? Wait. Wait a day. That was the nicest way I've been ever told, shut the fuck up, before I beat you the fuck up. Wow. All right. um, So, what would you think about WrestleMania? Hey, uh, but also in all seriousness, trap. You know, it was, it was really funny because I didn't know what you were talking. At first, uh, when Rich mentioned it, um, I was like, "What is he talking about?" And I'm sitting, I'm listening to the East Coast cast, um, and you're like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute! I have to, I have to say something about Brian Austin. What's going on?" So to me, it was funny. Um, and um, I appreciate all the likes on the pictures too. But we'll get back to wrestling. So um, on the 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 West Coast speed of Raw, and I just heard you two uh, you two talk about it. Um, Trap and Cam about so we did hear we did hear fuck you Roman really well so not, not that they tried to like you know dampen it down for the West Coast people where you would have heard it live so I thought that was uh, that was interesting yeah, how clear yeah. like you said how clear it came out you know, oh yeah. Was, yeah go away all ever all of the chants were very uh, understandable <laughs> I do have good news um, NXT's coming out. The Phoenix first time it's May the fourth, which is a Thursday night at seven thirty. It's kind of weird. It's a um, small theater that's in downtown Phoenix. Tickets go on sale. Pre-sale is Thursday, and then go on sale this Friday. And um, so, are you gonna I'm go going to go or try to go? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'll end up going right now. I um, I went in and, and I asked to take off that Thursday. And the reason why I did that Thursday is that you know I can hang around, you know, do some shopping. Ride the uh, ride the train around and then just go to the show. Yeah, you know I get up. You know I have to go to work Friday, but no big deal. I could probably take Friday off too, but I figure I just take Thursday off and just rather than working Thursday and then changing and then getting to a light rail station and then riding at downtown to Phoenix and then you know come back home and then as I keep talking myself into, I might end up taking Friday off. So we'll see how which one I do. Hmm. So to go to. Um, couple entertainment coast cast things. So I saw the Spider Man homecoming trail trail and I really liked it. Now I was you know, I'm a I'm a more I'm a way more we'll talk about D C in a minute. I'm way more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. And um 
Uh, I'm looking forward to the Spider-Man movie, but the, the two Andrew Garfield Spider, Spider-Man Spider movies, I never saw. I saw the three Tobey Maguire ones. And it's kind of more Those are the amazing I did, right? Is that those, those are the amazing, Cam? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Garfield ones. Okay, yeah, I'm right there with you. I didn't see. I've seen. I've only seen the Tobey Maguire ones. And Wait, which one was Jamie Foxx and the Sandman in? That was three, right? That's Amazing Spider-Man. No, wait. The Sandman is in Spider-Man 3. Jamie Foxx is in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Yeah, try following that. You're going to put some respect on Thomas Hayden Church's name, okay? That's what you're going to do. You'll never disrespect yeah, names like that. Oh, but I remember seeing those clip and seeing Jamie Foxx was in fucking in a Spider-Man. But yeah, the two the the two amazing ones that I didn't see. So I'm right there with you, Brian. Seeing the three and not the other two. But go ahead. Yeah, I just don't. I just yeah, I just don't see um, Garfield. I just don't see. I just didn't like think he would be a good Peter Parker. You know, I don't hate to splice stuff like that. I just didn't think think him being a very a realistic Peter Parker. Where this new kid whose name I can't remember. Seemed like he could be a good Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire, when they cast him originally, I thought it was a, a perfect example of having a Peter Parker. Spider Man. Hey, he sounds like Spider Man. Brian, you were okay with, your, with your Peter Parker like Peter being Parker. 45 years old when he was playing uh, a college freshman? Like, you were good with that? Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah. You were good with Tobey Maguire? You were, you were good with Peter Parker being 45 years old, straight out of high school in those original Spider Man movies? <laughs> well, he's stretched as an actor. I was cool old. with it. I, he I might have been forty five, but he had the he had a he had the chest of a fifteen year old. That's true. I'm trying to figure out what's more offensive. Him as a teenager in Spider Man or him as a teenager in Pleasantville. Because that was bullshit both times. Well he was actually why. damn, but the, the thing were they like eight years apart? Didn't Pleasantville come out in like ninety five or something? He was forty five in Pleasantville. Damn. He didn't really like it. You remember Spy? No, the first Spider Man was like ninety nine though. That was that wasn't no, was when o, I was o, o, o three. No, it wasn't. Okay. The first Spider Man was o three. I was in college during the first Spider Man. No way. Oh, the ter- oh, I thought it was like. Uh, okay, I remember going with my parents and my brother. I thought I was like twenty two. Yeah, I think that one was like that was in in the nineties, late like ninety nine, but still. But no, um. And Brian, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I, I thought I think those movies were fine. Um, Amazing Spider-Man, like he was, uh, he was actually pretty good. I personally think he was like too good-looking and too cool-looking to be a good Peter Parker, but he was a very good Spider-Man. Yeah, it came out in no two. The first okay. Toby. Amazing or the right, the first? Oh yeah, the first one. Okay, the first one. Yeah, Cam. You know, when I first saw a picture of him and his his hair gel is or his hair his hair straight up. You know, Spider-Man yeah. to me is a nerd. I mean, not Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. Peter Parker to me is a nerd, you know. And anybody could be Spider-Man. I mean, half the stuff is CGI, you know, so. Yeah, but I mean, it's – and, and yeah, the, the thing about this new kid, like, he's good at the at the aw shucks, and his quips are good. Like, they, they do a good thing making him younger than, you know, I'm about to I'm about to go off to college, so I, I know everything and I'm cool. Um, but, yeah, Gar- Garfield was fine. It's just – Again, the biggest issue with those movies was we're only making them because we have to, because if we don't, the rights revert. So we're going to kind of yeah. make the movies we already made with updated tech. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it was, you know, whatever. It, 
last part about the uh, Entertainment Coast cast is um, D- so going back to DC, and I saw the uh, trailer for Wonder Woman. I'm just not not excited about that. Same thing with Justice League. I'm just not feeling it. I'll eventually see both of those, but I'll be dragging you know dragging my my feet to see them. Is, let me ask you: Do you like the color green, Brian? Like as an institution? I just in general, green. color green, darker green. You know, like, do I, you like do you, do you like what the sky looks like? Do you like like sky blue? Is that something you're a fan of? Yeah. Isn't it amazing what things like greens and blues can do if you put them in your movie? Like <laughs> make them attractive? Because Justice League <laughs> is like those all those movies like. Man of Steel, BVS, and the trailers you've seen with Wonder Woman and, uh, you know, in Justice League, it's like everything's taupe. Like they have to put yep. everything through a burnt sienna lens, and I don't get, like, it's not, I, don't, I think that's the, the biggest issue, though. Like, it's not too late for you to write the ship and, and make these things seem like they, they happen in a real world. It's basically the opposite you know, of the shows, because the shows are bright and yeah, and, you know, very colorful and car- you know, not want to say cartoon like, mm-hmm. but cartoon like in that everything's bright, everything the blues are blue, the reds are red, mm-hmm. all that. That's the thing. Like, and even though Arrow's a bit darker, Arrow is still like Arrow still exists in a world where he can go and visit these other characters, and you see the contrast. But every like every character in this DC universe is. Uh, an edgy, gritty character. They're all presented that same way. Like Suicide Squad, which I didn't hate, um, should be like that. And Batman should be like that. Like the whole thing is like the juxtaposition between Batman and Superman. Superman should be bright and endearing and hopeful, and they're just not. Like these movies are, it's like Todd McFarlane wrote and directed, well, it's like he drew all these movies, and then somebody shitty wrote them. Somebody said it's 300-esque look to it? Yes. Yes, they're all, again, Zack Snyder. At least these don't have, you know, all the the rape that they had in Sucker Punch. But, you know, we'll we'll see how far we can get. So going going back to um, last week's live, um, live last week's East Coast cast, so I did like the beginning with those two callers, and no, Trav. No, I mean, you know, people want to call and mock, call and do crane calls. To me, it's funny because, I mean, this is a serious show, but it's not a serious show. So I'm walking around. I had no idea what was going on. Now I'm sitting here laughing, and people are looking at me while I'm walking around listening to the East Coast cast with those first two callers. Um, but I. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're I, calling I mean, here thinking you're going to get like, oh my God, we need to hang up, you know, like, no, here, here's some rope, buddy. It's uh, going. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how thought out this is. <laughs> yeah, plus, the character here. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Plus, plus, it ain't like I was. We, you know, are, you know, we have some good callers, and but it's the, you know, typical same, you know, five to twelve, you know, guys and, you know, girls occasionally that call in. And uh, yeah, it's not bursting at the seams. So yeah, go ahead. Let's fill some time with. With your zaniness. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nowhere to go. First call of the day? Oh, oh hell no. Yeah, let's yeah, let's see where this goes. But I do wish the uh page kid will call back now knowing knowing what he knows now. 
what the fuck is going on with fucking Paige? And they had those two guys doing that to her. How come they have to be fucking with Paige? That's what we, we, we need him to call back. How about he Ryback? Some said he was one. He was the third man. He was the camera guy or whatever he said. <laughs> one of those videos. Like, shut up. Even if you were, like, you're just fucking noodle. So I'll, I'll leave on the. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll. Uh, I'll uh, stop. I will um, leave the erotic coast cast and I'll go back to a wrestling question. And I'll. Um, I should have some time. Well, actually, I will have some time, and I'll drop a letter to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. But, and Cam and Travel, of course, I hope you both have a real good night. I always appreciate you having me on. Well, my question is, yeah. I know um, you know uh, WrestleMania Day. You know, started here in Phoenix at 2 o'clock, ended like exactly, well, actually the pin happened between Roman and Taker, happened at, you know, uh, 9 o'clock our time, so midnight East Coast time, um, which is something else. But, so, all that being said about timing, let's don't necessarily talk about timing, but should the um, United Kingdom champion, which is Tyler Bates, should he have, should he have had a match on, at WrestleMania? And, you know, forget about the, again, forget about the timing aspect, but, you know, to give an audience, a big audience, a chance to see the, uh, UK, turn, uh, the UK champion with another UK um, competitor. So what would be your opinion on having um, that go on? And I'll hang on and listen, guys. Have a real good day. Thanks, man. Um, I'm going to say Look, no. I'm trying to catch the last part. UK competitor. With the UK champion, like, would you have seen like the scene that the UK title defended against another UK guy? Is basically what you're saying. Yes, not like a mm. NXT person or a jobber, or, or well, obviously not a jobber. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think that that endears itself to the audience they're going for, though. Like the people who seek these things out via stream and and subscription. Um, so no, I, I think like having them defended against hot indie guy X. Or hot boutique promotion Y, I think is the is the the proper move. Not not two guys in your stable. <clears throat> and I think they've kind of created like again like it's there. Not that they don't already have an end to any promotion they want. Because if Triple H walks in the door and says, "Hey, can my guy work your show?" I'm sure like you know any, everybody's going to be the progress owner person is going to be like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't have any problem with that. But, like, it's their in. It's their 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 roving world title, if you will. Like, it's that's a real world title, if you think about it. Like, their, their UK championship. Because these, these like, uh, these promotions are, are so spread out, and WWE can flip the bill for a guy or two or three to go these places and go defend titles at these small shows, because they're already under contract. It's not like the guys, like, have to be paid, and it's not like WWE is probably asking these companies for money to put them out there. I mean, it's just a way for them to stay relevant um, in, in markets that they can't send a large amount of talent to. Okay, r- real quick. Um, the main event for NXT is starting. Oni Lorcan is out there. But they just ran a WWE exclusive from TakeOver with Drew McIntyre and then put up a graphic saying he was coming next week. So oh, Okay, so that's who it ain't. El Vagabond Bundo. What? Who? Vagab Vagabundo. El Vagabundo. Oh shit! It's fucking it's the Drifter. It's a mask. Oh shit! Wow. El wow. The, the Drifter El Vagabundo. El Vagabundo. Oh, 
That's why? Hilarious. But the mask looks too sm- like. Okay, it is. That's just like extra flaps. I thought the mask wasn't even all the way on. That's but he didn't change anything. He still got his <laughs> stupid bandanas around his wrist and his guitar over his shoulder. <laughs> no, that's funny. <sighs> Yo. Fire me, I'm already fired. But why doesn't he have like a... See, he didn't even try to like be in... Like, I was listening, why doesn't he have like a mariachi guitar? But because no, he's not man. trying to. He just found the first mask. <laughs> <laughs> same same jeans, all of that. Everything. Oh, same vest, same stupid so ass weird. scarf. Not the same music. Wait, is he about to sing? I gotta hear this. You know, you're trying to do an accent or nothing. He's just singing. Not singing in Spanish. <laughs> and it's actually getting over. Like, oh, my goodness. See, see, the crowd's getting see. Sing. Gotta do it. <laughs> Everyone here, shut your mouth. <laughs> and Odie Lurkin just standing there, like uncomfortably close to him. Highway. That's a main highway. 
ain't no homeless people. Yeah, it's like somebody did that. Had that shit collapse so they could do what they want to do corporately and fucking, you know, industry and in, in, industrially there. But they needed to blame yeah. somebody. Oh, well, there's bums and shit underneath and smokers underneath the bridge. Blame them. So they arrested three crackheads. And everybody can go, oh, that's a shame. Lock them up, you know, whatever. That's why we're dealing with tornadoes right now. Wait, what? I said that's probably yeah. why we're dealing with tornadoes right now. Because God don't okay. like it. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, I don't know what's wrong with these people. It's going to be months before they have that bridge kicked. Months? It didn't fucking... What? That's not how that works. In 10 years, that'll be a whole oh. new redeveloped fucking thing into something. Trust me. That's a, oh, they have to get that done immediately. That's a main... You know, people be on that. People going to be hours late to work if you don't leave hours early. That's a main community. Mm-hmm. They have to get that done immediately. Same. They can't spend a year on that right there. Now, now, Darrell, before we get to uh, get to wrestling, and I know I saw your email about uh, you got <clears throat> some comic talk, but I'm not sure. I, I didn't only read like the first two or three lines. Um, what about Marvel backtracking on the uh, digital codes? Meant to talk to Willis about it. He's the one that put me on first last week. Man, they trying. They just trying to do a lot of different stuff, you know, because they came out and blamed they low sales on being diverse in the Marvel comic book. The, um, right, and that's a Marvel. Some thing. of the email is about. We'll get to that then. Yeah. Me and Rich, but them right. They back. They backtrack on. They backtracked on. Digital codes, the thing I've been bitching about for the last month or so, and emailing them over and over again, telling them how stupid of a decision it was, and whoever needed, whoever <laughs> did it should be fired, and it's driving me to piracy, and yeah, all that. I was, yeah, letting them know if how you, I really um, felt. It's because if you read, uh, once y'all talk about with um, you and Rich and the after show about the email I sent you, you'll see why. Because they don't want to lose the little sales that they have, and a lot of their sales come from that digital code. It's like what you do, and um, yeah. they don't want to lose that because they already like. There's flat. no way, like they they try to say about people selling the codes. Like, okay, I'm not saying people aren't selling their digital codes online or whatever, but unlike a music file or a movie, it's once you sell it once, that's it. So the whole point of why would you buy a digital code off of somebody online for anything, you know, it better be less than three ninety nine because, well, fuck you. I'll just go buy the original, the real thing on Marvel if you're charging anything more than four bucks. So you're selling this digital code for two dollars one time. That cannot be this lucrative black market, like underground, like problem. I know every dollar counts, but they tried to make it seem like, well, people are selling digital codes, and this is going to curb that. No, it's like 
that is the dumbest thing I had, had ever heard as an excuse for anything. Like people are doing selling digital codes that they can sell once, and they probably got to sell it for a dollar or two. How fucking worth it is that to anybody? Um, yeah, and then replacing it with three books that that they uh, of just random, you know, random books from random arcs, like in the middle of stories, to try to entice you to get other stuff. Like it's not enticing me to do anything. Like y'all just canceled um, Deadpool Mercs for Money. But y'all giving that shit to me for free? <laughs> you're not trying to get me into merch for money because y'all just canceled it. So you're just dealing, they're just giving out crap. So you can say, well, you're getting stuff for free. It was just the it, most, it, it made no sense what they, what they were doing. That division of Marvel, of Marvel is, I don't know, they tripping real hard. They, I don't know what they're doing right now in their comic book division. <laughs> they need yeah, to find some more people. Yeah, their marketing is shit. It's just, I mean, I don't even pay attention to that stuff. Like, I don't read the, what's the cool one, something cool, or CBR and all this stuff until it, when it makes, when I, when it comes across me, like, when I know about something, yeah, as a super casual fan, like, not an insider fan, like, yeah, you got a problem. And their their marketing and all that bullshit is trash. They're getting together. <laughs> the drifters They're trying to get together. <laughs> they better. To Empire get better be dope. And I read an article. I didn't realize they had they had they was like they've had twelve to fifteen. Events or crossovers Like in the last three years Or something It's like how do you do that They It wasn't well thought out One well thought out plans You know They don't stick to nothing long Yeah And they can Honeymoon. They can blame that on The struggling reasons But Hey They know better than us Because they make the money <laughs> Really quick, I like that there's like a large, uh, a large woman security person escorting uh, your boy out, and she's really snatching him up. Oh shit! Here and put his arm behind. Yeah. Is it that's a not her from, That's not homegirl from, from WrestleMania, is it? <laughs> you can't call it. She's got some tough dress shoes on too. Yeah, I think the, the one who grabbed the was she a brunette or uh she was she she grabbed yeah, his hair? Blonde. Oh shit. And look at look, and got him behind the arm. And got, got the hammer lock on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, she a wrestler. <laughs> she a wrestler. She big. Well, she just trained law enforcement. And big off the cam too, because if you're not cheating, you're not trying, man. Yeah, you Which can't cheat win, man. Cam? Cheat. Huh? What can't cheat at? Bootlegger, Ooh. man. He, he, he knew he knew age bootlegger. <laughs> oh yeah. It might give my Dragon Ball Z on. Darrell tried to give me uh, let me hold the subscription. I was like, no, 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 no. I have to pirate this. It's the only way. 
Yeah. It's the only way. Now I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of Goku's shit already, man. Darrell, he put a hit out on himself so that he could fight hit without hit holding back. Hey, that was awesome though when he came in, he hit him one time, and yeah, I like how they showed him like doing a real hit on like a real crime boss right before that. Yeah, but he. Like, just be a good dad. Like, how you gonna put a hit out on your damn self uh, and scare everybody half to death just because you want to fight this man before the tournament? You want to fight him as a warm up? You did this. <laughs> Cold blooded, man. Cold blooded. I think if Trav would get into it, he would be he would be ripping it right now. Yeah, he'll get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Be... Get that monkey ass <laughs> shit off my damn airways. Mm-mm. <laughs> I understand, I understand. I got a question for you guys. After Monday, I want to know, what's the difference between heat and go-away heat? Is it a such thing as go-away heat? You know the difference. What are you asking us for? Like, no, you you know the difference, but I think more what he's asking is, does that exist for a, a particular vested wrestler right now? Um... Like I, I'm higher on him after Sunday than I've been in a long time because I feel like maybe they're going the right way with what he's supposed to be. Um, I think that crowd doesn't want him, but I don't think the same thing happens next week. You know, so I don't know. What about you, Trevor? So. Uh, I, I I stopped. I, I didn't hear Cam's response because I was watching uh, uh, Rich tag this in a tweet with the, um, you know, when security misses the memo that Gronk was part of the match. So it's just a clip of that. And I think it was, it's a blonde lady. They're both blonde. Mm-hmm. They had the blonde ponytail and they look, you know, like, you know, upper middle age type, you know, ladies. Like they might have been in their early 40s or something. So I think that was her. I think they were like, hey, you want a job? Okay. <laughs> like, you want to yeah, be right? on TV for the, week, for the weekend? For the, you know, for a couple she of tapes? Top, she was top not security of the world, Craig. <laughs> top flight. Not just the city. Yeah. Not just the city. The world. I was I just asked that question because you know is it is it go away heat that people giving Roman or is it heel heat because you know heel heat is something that you do to garden that heat you don't do nothing heelish to garner that heat just because some people perceive him to be a prick because you know their confidence or whatever by themselves don't mean that he's doing anything to be a heel he's not hitting people in the nuts. Like the take take a dead brock them times. Yeah. Because he couldn't beat him. You know, so so he ain't doing nothing hillish. So is it go away heat or what they used to call egg pop heat? What is it? Or is this a, a creation of something new? Um Yeah, that's all yeah it's her. Uh, 
So yeah. So anything else for us, Darrell? Was, was that it? I'm not. I think I just didn't answer something or whatever. But <laughs> terrible. I ain't got it. In me. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. One other thing. Well, what do you, but yeah, real ahead. quick, what do you think though? You th- you thought it was going? Away? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm because to- I was totally doing so. I didn't hear. Yeah, my bad. I I don't know. I think it is to a point. I don't, you know, I don't see what other people see and be claiming and thinking that he'll be a good heel because he getting get that sort of H pop type of heat. Because mm-hmm. I think he could be a good baby face. Maybe if he get traded to um, SmackDown, I'm thinking he the one that get traded to SmackDown. Uh, I don't see AJ Styles leaving SmackDown, but I think Roman get traded to SmackDown with him and AJ at the top. You get the club moved over to SmackDown to join AJ. That's who Roman eventually have to take down. Then you got the Nakamura Roman match maybe. Then 34 you set up. Brand versus Brand, Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania to get that match. But I think if you send him to SmackDown, better book it, new writers, he'll be over in three months as a babyface. Because I don't see see that as a heel. Because like they said, they was wrapping him up, and he said, this is my yard now. But that, that would have been somebody like Cena saying something like that. We would have had people saying that, oh, that's lame, whack, corny. So I'm not going to give him credit for that line and for something that they obviously said, showed that they're not trying to say that they planned for that because they obviously didn't plan for him to get booed. Whether he planned much. for it or not, it was just dope segment, and he handled that shit for the most yeah, part. Yeah, but he handled it. There was a couple well. times where he, like, when he said he got him in the palm of his hands, like, well, you can't say that and then, like, try to talk and then they boo. And then you got the sad face, or like the come on y'all face, like. But if they told him to wrap it up, he really didn't handle it. If they gave him the wrap up symbol, he just had to say his one line and hurry up and get up out of there, because he would have still been putting the mic up to his mouth and getting booed and wouldn't know how to handle it. What I know and people saying somebody e not the palm of their hand. Remember when Chris Jericho came back years ago, had everybody thinking that he was a baby face. Didn't say a word for about two, three weeks. He had <laughs> he's not a palm of his hand. That's what I call that. that. Awesome. He controlled that he situation. He was a heel. That was no doubt about it. He was a heel from that first promo, that first five-minute promo. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, so seeing like, stuff like that, seeing, seeing something like that, and people talking about Roman was controlling the situation, uh, he lived, he overcame a situation no, because every moment after that, it started hitting you with the um the stuff like what Donald Trump be doing, trying to divert you from the real intentions of what's going on, trying to make it seem like oh, look, Roman is a lot of things. He ain't Donald goddamn Trump. I ain't saying I ain't saying Roman. I'm saying the people in the back like Ben, because what Ben oh, had done. Or still, I mean, come on. <laughs> He, but look what he had. The um, I call it the art of the swerve. He had the announcers keep up, keep on saying this bizarro land. The fans booing, but they, but they, but they usually cheering. Then the first ten minutes of Raw talk, they spent talking about how they didn't mean the fans didn't mean to boo Roman. 
this is just a bizarro land. The fans act differently in the night after Mania. But they booed and cheered everybody else. So you now you're trying okay, to put I need propaganda. Because I turned it on. It was uh, Goldberg was in the ring talking. Yeah, so that just killed that whole thing for me because really, actually, he didn't control the situation. He got wrapped up and told to hurry up and get out of there. And they Wait, got him up when out did he get wrapped up? At the two, at the five minute mark or at the eight minute mark? Because if he got told to wrap up, that's what I don't. I guess I'm not understanding. Like, he, yeah, if he people, got told to wrap like, up, he, he didn't do what he was told. No, people were calling in shows saying right before he said, um, "This is my yard now." They were saying he was getting wrapped up. It was, you know, they had somebody out there giving him cues to tell him to wrap it up, doing the wrap up sign. So he okay. just had to go ahead and say whatever he had to say right then and there. And if he did have more to say, you couldn't say it because you let fans But it take doesn't matter, my, I guess is my point, because it fucking worked like, a, you know, like gangbusters. But I don't give WWE credit because that's just like when they said they started the Yes movement. They meant to do everything with Daniel Bryan. That happened with Daniel Bryan. All right, well, they we knew, and it was connected. obvious that they were full of shit. This is totally different. This, I, I don't know if they told him to go out there and do that, stand out there for five, ten minutes, and they're just going to boo you, or if Roman went out and improvised. One, or either way, it was well done. If, if Roman improvised that, good job on him. If he was told that they knew the crowd was going to do that and they foresaw that and that was the, the whole thing was what was supposed to happen, good on them. Either way, it worked for me. I'm not mad at that oh, segment. Yeah. segment was fucking Oh, awesome. yeah, I'm not, mad at, I'm, not, I'm not mad at the segment, but I don't want people to just down say that that segment should make it that he go heal or something like that. There's no, there's oh, no telling. Oh, no, I don't just because you get one lucky hit don't mean you're going to get a hit every other time. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'm not understanding, like, the whole hit. Cena comparison. People would have said it was whack. Like, well, not in those, not with those con- – with that in context it wouldn't have been if it had the same context. That shit was fire. I just say that because, you know, they get him credit for that one, but, you know, Cena turned the crowd every time – for a long time when he's been coming out getting booed and stuff like that, and people see that he do that, and they consider that whack, but you get one person come out there and get one lucky, um, get one lucky hot line, and he hit it, and he nailed it. Yes, he, it was like a punch. Give me that one punch, and I and I knock you out. And that was tight because we haven't seen him do that yet, but don't – don't let that but be. But he's been basically doing. Okay, if you start at the rumble where he threw his ass over the rope and then looked at over the top and then looked at him and said, "This my yard now." He's basically been that the same that Roman that we saw last night uh, Monday night since damn end of January, and I've been vocal about it. Like I think I like Roman Reigns. Like, <laughs> like oh shit, you know. But after every yeah, like this Roman Reigns just come out and be like I don't give a fuck. Fuck this shit. This is my goddamn ring. I'm going to put this old bastard out of his misery. Now, I said, well, we'll see after WrestleMania whether I still feel that way when Undertaker's out of the picture and it's just Roman being, you know, corny-ass Roman again. Well, so far, I'm still like, hey, okay. But, again, it's still basically kind of based off of the Undertaker stuff. So you got to give it another week or, 
or so. Yeah. But and then he have know, a that's and why I thought my uncle in the bar drink from twenty eleven when he started cheering for fucking bullshit ass John Cena. And you know, I mean, I hope that's not how it's perceived, but you know. Maybe I'll be, a year from now I'm going to be riding with uh, Roman at WrestleMania next year <laughs> with my Roman Empire shirt on like Cena was, like Dre was with his piss yellow uh, Cena shirt in New York. <laughs> Looking like nuclear fucking piss Gatorade or some shit. But what I'm saying is, what, don't they always get him one And his um, bitch ass wouldn't stand up when The Rock nine. came out. He's going to put his head down when rock music hit. Little punk yeah, ass dude. motherfucker. Like, Go ahead, uh, Well, I'm just saying, don't they always give him, especially these past couple of WrestleManias where he's been leading, they've been giving him one line to say. A um, couple of years ago, it was he the guy. He the guy. Then after WrestleMania okay, but last in the year, con- yeah, in I'm not context, a bad guy. That shit didn't work. That shit was garbage. This one hit. This one made a lot. Of, and one. he didn't get an eight-minute anti-standing anti- ovation back then either. That's what ma- that's what made it work was because of um, what the fans were saying, and he hit, and they gave him a nice line that somehow fit with the crowd and what he was doing. If the crowd wasn't cheering or booing like that, one booing and, and, and cussing him out, calling him saying "fuck you" and you okay, you can't have away. something good happen and then pick out every like. Well, if that didn't happen, it wouldn't have worked. Like, yeah, but it happened and it worked. Well, if that didn't happen, it wouldn't have worked. But it did happen and it did work. For fuck's sake, Rev, like... Uh, but you, you take it. It happened. You take it. All of those you, you things happened. They happened in the order that no, they happened, and they happened in the context that they happened. You can't take no, that you take, away. No, you taking what I'm saying. No, you're taking what I'm saying, and you're taking it the wrong way. I'm saying people using that situation, and that was just a magical situation. It, it, all the cards fell one way, and they saying, well, that made him a heel because he came out and said that line, and it was kind of healish because of how the crowd was acting to him, so he should be a heel. He should just go ahead and be full-fledged heel. When he all the cars just fell the, the crowd right was the ones that was heels. Fuck you. Like, that's yeah. not baby face. He just, he just trying to get his promo off, and they cussing at him, calling him all kinds of names, telling him to go away. Like, hey, I'm just out here yeah, trying that's to, what you I mean know, by, That's what I mean by that. I thought the fans were more the heel than he was. He was just being a baby face, standing up for himself. He said what he had to say. He had to go ahead and say it. He said it. He leave. To me, that made me feel like he can be even more of a baby face if you put different writers around him and give him a different and just give him a different voice. He can be the baby face that they're looking for. Take him off Raw. Put him on SmackDown. Let him, Shinsuke, AJ be the top three on SmackDown, and let's see how that go. All right, and on that note, we're going to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Appreciate the call as always. All right, man. Whoops. Didn't give him a chance to. There you go. All right, no All problem, right. man. Y'all have a nice yeah, night. See you. Same to you. And real quick, uh, looks like we got – oh, wait. Is this Mark? I'm about to go through my whole hmm, – looks like we got a new caller, blah, blah, blah. 647. Um yeah, who's this? Where are you from? What up? Hey, Travis. This is Mark from Ontario. How you guys doing? It is Mark. Yeah. What's hey, happening? Mark doing well. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, had a great WrestleMania weekend. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was 
pretty good. Yeah. It was long, long, long. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I was glad I didn't have to watch it live like you did, Travis. Uh, I was able to, you know, pause in between and watch it. I was a man. And, and I was, yeah. Look, here I am, five. Uh, so what, Sunday, Friday? Well, Friday was just not wrestling. But Hall of Fame, I mean, I want to count that. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it's just, you know, six straight days of wrestling content. Yeah. And and but really, and that's really because you put 205 hour on the same day as SmackDown, that could be put on tomorrow, and you could have had six straight, or seven straight days of uh, of wrestling content. But yeah, six days straight days, and you know, I'm not here sitting here watching a, re- a replay of 205 Live that I already saw um, last night, and I'm not like Ugh, enough. So that to me shows that it's that it wasn't a. I mean, it might have felt long to you, but to me, it wasn't like oh, I'm burnt out on wrestling. I need to. I can't, you know, I need this weekend off until you know Monday Night Raw finally you know comes back. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah, and I mean, obviously but I get I'm not it. It was super long, and there's day after day after day of wrestling. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm not burnt out because I'm calling into a podcast to talk about wrestling. So, right, bad, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So, uh, I've got two quick things because I know it's late. And uh, thank you for taking yeah. my call. And uh, first of all, I'll put you over for uh, a good job on the round table, Travis, as always. Uh, oh, thanks. Appreciate but, it. Yeah, no worries. And uh, so my first thing is about, uh, you know, before Mania, there was articles and, uh, you know, conversations on the torch about, uh, you know, Nakamura and the, kind of the bloom being off the rose. And I think Wade, uh, in his review, said, you know, Nakamura is not over because, you know, Bobby Roode got the cheer when he won. And I looked at that and said, oh, my God, I'm so glad that Nakamura did not win because that means he's going to get called up. And I think that's what the crowd was doing. What are your yeah, thoughts? what they got. They understood what the implications were. For sure. Because, I mean, if Nakamura won, that means he's not getting called right, up. Obviously, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, obviously, at that point, Saturday night, there's no guarantee that he's going anywhere Monday or Tuesday. But it sure is he has a better chance of getting called up if he's not the champion. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that that's yeah. what – I mean, certainly that's what I felt because, uh, I mean, it's long overdue. But in terms of timing, I think it was he perfect. spent exactly a year in NXT. I don't understand this long overdue stuff. <laughs> he spent oh, he's, a year. He's, a year. He's Twelve good. whole months. Four takeover specials, or maybe five if you started at, at the same one he ended at. So maybe you know, like that's yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I mean, the article that Bruce put out was, you know, it's this high-paid talent, and uh, you know, it's long overdue. And uh, I think the, the reaction that they were the saying crowd he was, gave, Bruce was saying this. 
last year, the, the day he debuted in NXT. Like, oh, oh he should be on oh, the main roster enough. right now. And I've been having this argument with him for a year. Like, for fuck's sake. And my argument was stronger then because they had just opened the uh, Japanese market for, for the WWE Network. They just broke over broke over there. So I was like, oh, no, totally needs to be on NXT on a show they have to get the network to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, that argument doesn't hold up, you know, over the longer, you know, like, that it, that it goes. But still, this isn't 28. We're not the night after Mania next year talking about Nakamura getting called up where it's like, oh, yeah, he should have been. Uh, like, this is a perfect time. He spent a year exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think the timing was perfect because, you know, the crowd on Tuesday is the crowd that would know who Nakamura is, as opposed to you know oh, viewing yeah, in yeah, Milwaukee or wherever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some soft. Yeah, I, I think it was well done. And I also think yeah, they did the same thing last year with the uh, with the uh, cast and Enzo and Cass and mm-hmm. I think another act who ever debuted last year or got called up last year. Oh, of uh, Apollo Crews and Tyler Breeze. Or not Tyler Breeze, Apollo Crews. He he faced uh, Tyler Breeze in his opening match, his first match. Yeah. But anyway, what was I, your I uh, second thing? Ugh, now I'm trying to remember. You got me all confused, but that's okay. Um, so going back to um, – you know what you and Darrell were talking about with Roman. Do you do you, do you think that he's going to go to SmackDown? No. Um, yeah. Quickly I, earlier we talked about it. I think, and this is what I think has a good chance of happening. I think AJ could go to Raw. Mm-hmm. I think Dean Ambrose could go to Raw. I think KO could go to SmackDown and Rollins could go to SmackDown and New Day could go to SmackDown. Uh, maybe Cesaro. Outside chance, I said, I said maybe since they're not a call-up act and I think they're, the call-ups are protected, like the Revival and Shinsuke, they're not going to switch. They just got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Hardys aren't, and you immediately break them up and you send Matt to SmackDown or Jeff to SmackDown. That would totally like what? Yeah. But the guys like New Day, they would go as an, an, the entire act. Uh, but Brian or Shane could go. We don't. We only want Jeff. We only want Matt. That'd be kind of they, a. How would they... Yeah, I don't know how you get to that. I don't know how. Yeah, you, especially because the GM is a heel, unless Stephanie says, you know. I don't know. I, there's maybe a creative way to do it, or maybe not. But that's why I said it's a super outside chance. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, yeah, oh, and, and Charlotte up- to Raw and maybe um, yeah. or Charlotte to SmackDown, and then Oscar gets called up to SmackDown maybe in, in time for TakeOver Brooklyn or, or SummerSlam in Brooklyn to take yeah. on Charlotte, who is it, it, not immediately – by the end of 
you know, by the by the beginning of the summer, by the end of May, beginning of June, Charlotte will have taken that title from Naomi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see Charlotte on SmackDown. I agree with that. The uh and, and the I last thing I have Yeah, the last thing I have is um you know, so it's it's interesting that Stephanie's off T V and, and you brought her up and that's why I'm asking. It's interesting that she's off TV for a quote-unquote long time, and now they're doing this roster reshuffle when she's not, you know, on point. So, you know. Oh, I assume she'll be back heat? next next week. Oh, she'll be really? here. She'll be here for some time. I mean, how can she not? Uh, That's what so they said. What, they said what, some time, and I don't think she's going to be stepping on Kurt Angle's toes while while he's. The guy in charge. So sometimes mm-hmm. it means like. So you a think month she'll be off, off TV of for 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 a few weeks then? I think at least a month. What? Wow, yeah, okay. for sure. What I'm thinking is that's what creates the heat between Kurt and Stephanie, because Kurt traded away, you know, Roman Reigns or you know, wrestler to be named later or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like okay. Kurt makes a trade and Stephanie's pissed off about it. And that's what creates the heat. Not that I want to see it, but I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's interesting. I I, I didn't think of it because I just assumed Steph would be back next week and her and Kurt would would put their heads together as Brian and Shane will be there to, 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 you know, to to, to do the shakeup. Yeah, and the only thing that's got me thinking about that is, uh, you know, the way Kurt was acting was he doesn't know who anybody is, right? Like, I don't know who Enzo Amore is, and, you know, I stepped out on the WrestleMania stage before he wrestled, but I don't know who these guys are. And that's kind of what the character the character. You think that's how that, pl- that might be how he actually is and how it, he literally Could doesn't be. know most of those. But I don't think they should play it like that. I, I think that's that's not a, that's not a good look to have. And he, mm-hmm. yeah, and with Sammy Zayn, uh, like GM that doesn't like, know who the hell his players he are, and he has to figure it out as he goes. Like, yeah. like that makes Vince look like an idiot for hiring a guy that has to learn on the job. Like yeah. literally learn the personalities and the the gimmicks and stuff of, of of. You know, if that's the case, then he should immediately put. You know, he should do not immediately, but he should put like. When he's making matches, it should be like uh, trying to think of a lower car guy on Raw. You know, it should be fucking Jinder Mahal getting a damn title match or something, or something important for Jinder Mahal, <laughs> where you look at that and go, "What the hell's going on? Why is Jinder?" And then you go, "Well, Kurt doesn't know who he looked at Jinder and was like, oh, this guy must be must be at the top of the card, right? I mean, he's got the, the whole vascular thing. He's got the, he's got the veins, yeah." <laughs> yeah. So, but no, that's not a good look. You can't have your GM looking like a buffoon in that way, in the way of knowing yeah. who the players and stuff are. So, I don't think that's a good idea. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, but and anyways, uh, I'll mark it here and uh, just say that's my prediction: is uh, Stephanie doesn't show up for the, uh, the the shakeup or whatever they're calling it, and. He trades away. How could she not like Roman FaceTime with Kurt or something? Uh, are they going to do it where like her plane's stuck on the tarmac again? 
you know, they did that a few weeks ago. Uh, I just don't understand. I just don't see how she has no say in any of that. A brand new guy is there to 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 make decisions on her behalf. She's too I mean, hurt last from that draft super, They went out of their way to and had callbacks to for a few months. You know, when they're talking about the draft, like, hey, well, I wanted this guy, and you know, you didn't. And then, you know, the first few months of the Steph Mick relationship where it was, you know, cordial and it didn't even seem begrudgingly so. It was just them, not her not being a cunt to him and him just being Mick. Um, obviously, that changed. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't, I don't see her not miss or uh, not being there. So I just. Uh, That'll be something to look forward for. Look forward to uh, next week. Yeah, agreed. And uh, you know, the only thing I can think of, you know, she's convalescing in Turks and Caicos or something, and uh, you know, can't participate. I just don't think they put bump. those. They put Mc, you know, McMahon's in that light. Like I'm surprised she wasn't there the night after with a little, maybe mm-hmm. little neck brace on, or maybe just kind of like holding her neck. Or her back or something, but she's a McMahon. She ain't gonna stay out for no little little table bump. She got speared by Roman last year. How long was she out for? Like, I don't remember. So, anyway, all right. Listen, thanks there. So. Yeah, yeah, appreciate. Cool, Mark. Uh, appreciate the call. the call. Yeah, have a great night, guys. Okay, Take care, man. All right, Cam. Uh, that wraps up. Uh, Another week. Um, oh wait, Rich tweeted. He said, "Oh, he's. I am not getting into this. Mm-mm, don't do it. Don't do it. No." Rich fan and Bottenmouth in the Twitter. It's like a routine thing. Like Rich just invites that, so he can have something to talk about in a group me chat. Oh, do you? Do you real got me? Got me going at it again, or whatever it is. <laughs> he just wants some drama. Um, I don't know, Rich, 40 minutes from now, so I guess like 9 or 10. Hopefully you heard me. Um, all right, so, yeah, that does it for us here on the live portion of the show. Cam, I appreciate your time, as always. Um... You uh, VIP folks, click over. We'll, me and Rich will be be right there for you. Um, yeah, all you free folks, we'll be back next week. And uh, chime in then. We're out of here.